fly a fair nation, fly a fair nation, fly a fair nation. It's not just for you, you selfish. Everyone around you. Welcome back to another episode of the Be Be Selfish Selfish Podcast. Podcast. I'm your girl Sherelle. I'm Lily. Yes. And today we have a special guest, (laughs) y'all. I'm gonna introduce introduce this man as the man, the myth, the legend. Wow. Some people know him as an author, a cultural influencer. Ooh. I ain't Come never heard that titles. one before. Yeah. Come on with the titles, baby. Okay. Um, a <laughs> real one. And most of all, the OG. You dig? So if you haven't heard, give it up for Shabazz in the building. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. First of all, thank you for even coming on our show. Like, this is huge to, to me, to us. Like, we're so excited to Definitely. even have you. I'm going to thank myself because I'm the one who invited me here. <laughs> Okay, but with all due respect, I would have eventually asked you, but I think we were on like the third episode, and for you to I even say, care. I was shocked. I wanted to come. I was like, Sherelle, my homie, got a podcast? Yeah. Oh, I got to show up. Oh my gosh. Y'all so, don't even know. This is big. So how did you guys meet? Like, what? How? Let Sherelle tell you. Okay, so if you're from Miami, you know Prince Jay's Soul Food, right? Or, you know, the late, great Prince Jay's Soul Food. And me, I was just Rest there. Rest in peace, prime time. Rest in peace, prime, which we're definitely going to talk about that because I feel like with prime and everybody, y'all whole team, y'all made a movement in Miami. Like, Facts. nightlife and just... It gave a different kind of je ne sais quoi, you know, that like thing. for that thing, like you just that had to be there. Indescribable thing. Yeah. Either you had it or you didn't. It was amazing. So basically, uh, Prince J Soul Food opened up. It was right next to Tootsie. So if you know, you know. Oh. Right. And I was sitting down writing like just a plan about Pretty Girl Progression, which is like my baby. Oh, right. Yep. Yep. And he walks up to me. He's like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm working on this. Like, he just randomly walks up to you. He walks up to me. He's just like, what do you work? And I'm like, I'm working on this like event. Yeah, that it was I our restaurant. It was uh, at the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And when I said I was working on an event and the thing he said that I will never forget, he told me to keep my head up, my legs closed and stay focused. Thanks. That's how we met. And out of all the years I've known Baz, you've never pushed up on me. You've always been like super solid, great advice. Right. So not that you're not push up onable. Yeah, you know. It's not this that ain't what it was. It's just <laughs> sometimes it's just not all it doesn't always have to be about that. Yeah. I think a lot of men have to understand that you don't have to smash everything or at mm-hmm. least try. Like sometimes it's cool to just be cool. Yeah. Cause some of these, cause like people like yourself, people like Chanel, mm-hmm. you know, like there's women that I'm really friends with that will go from the window to the wall about mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yep. Mm-hmm. And and I like that. I like mm-hmm. being loved. I like being respected. I like it's being cared cherished. for that genuine care. Yeah, because these are the you, you know, it's it's good to have that 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 nurturing spirit from women who genuinely care about mm-hmm. you yes. and you haven't tainted it with damn he cool but man every time he come around me you know, <laughs> right. we're trying to holler and I don't want to be mean I like him but 
I don't like him like that. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes that's just how you're not everybody's cup of tea. Yep. I don't care how fine you think you are, mm-hmm. how swaggy you think you are. Like every woman don't want you play. Right. You understand? So that's why it was easy to just be your friend all these years, despite you being a beautiful woman. And mm-hmm. I just cared more about, you know, protecting and advising and, just being a phone call away. Yeah. You know I mean? And That's it's dope. it's literally shown itself to be true all these years. Yeah, I've been consistent. Very consistent. <laughs> very consistent. And yeah. you know, so I kind of want to talk about the first of all, you're very well known in Miami, but I want to bring it back. I'm well known internationally. You really are. So you're originally from Georgia, born and raised. Born in Georgia, raised born- in Philly. Raised mm. in Philly. Yeah, partially, because it's tricky. I was born in Georgia, went to Philly at 14 months, went back to Georgia in the third grade, mm-hmm. then went back to Philly in the seventh grade, and then I was in Philly from that point forward. Thanks but my roots ways. are in Crisp County, Georgia. Yes. Mm. Cordell. How, how would you even describe yourself? In what fashion? I want to know what Shabazz, that name, Shabazz the OG. So I'm Muslim. Mm-hmm. Shabazz itself. Um, it has a multitude of meanings, but the the in short form, form it's warrior, mm. never to be defeated. Dope. That makes sense. How do females say Shabazz? Like that is something yeah. needs to, it has to No, it's a something. very strong name. Very. It's awesome. a strong name for sure. And and in Islam, like your name is even your 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 Islamic attribute is either is either given to you or if you pick it yourself, it's supposed to correspond with your character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so whatever your name is, it should be a reflection of who you are. Yeah. Character wise. But the OG, um, I got to credit my young boy, Raj, Roger Christmas in Philly. You know, I've always like what I do on social media. I didn't just start doing like no. mm-hmm. giving advice. And I was doing this before the gram. Mm-hmm. I've always been a voice of reasoning with, with my friends and family and, mm-hmm. you know, a trusted confidant and someone you can rely on to tell you how it is and what it is and not what it might be or what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Raj is somebody who, you know, that I could guide or I would talk to, whenever, you know, he needed my assistance on in any facet of life. And he just started, he started calling me triple OG at first. <laughs> that was a little too heavy. Yeah, that sounds like a... <laughs> yeah, like I was, I felt like I was 65 at the oh, time. Oh, no. But, you know, but he started the whole OG thing. So I just, I just ran with it when um, I decided to change my first Instagram name. Because, I mean, I like the name Milkman, M-I-L-Q-M-A-N. I don't remember you as Milkman. Yeah, it was M-I-L-Q-M-A-N. Shout out to Dame in Hollywood and Philly. Cause I, they, you know, my man on Wood, he had a song called Milk, M I L Q, and it's still for money in large quantities. Mm. So we were the Milk Boys. <laughs> so on Instagram, I was Milk Man. <laughs> okay. But then I used to be out in the street, and somebody was screaming at me one day, "Yo, Milk, Yo, Milk," and I ain't like that. <laughs> I was about to say it gives me a whole other. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like. <laughs> Like, I didn't want to be called milk. Yeah. So even though the, you know, the acronyms was cool, but mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, let me just go with my name. Mm-hmm. And then I just attached the OG to it. You know, I love that. Honor my man Rod. To so be called an OG nowadays is pretty rare. 
Like I call my stepmom OG, right? So right. she come from a different era. So do you feel like there's a heavy responsibility when somebody's calling you the OG? Like no question. Yeah. No question this is a responsibility, but mm. it's easy when it's in you and not on you. Mm. Come on. It's it's easy when it's not something that you woke up one day and said, that sound cool. Mm-hmm. Call myself an OG, but you're doing nothing to replicate or correlate with the name. Right. So for me, it was cool that somebody else saw that in me mm-hmm. and called me that. Dope. So I didn't name myself that. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't something that like I you, came it's up It's like with. you earned it. Yeah, and yeah. then you know, as as um as as my tenure on social media and socially mm-hmm. continued to um you know continue to to rise, people saw it for themselves, so it made sense. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of people see me; they don't call me Shabazz, they don't call me Baz, and they see me, OG. What's yeah. up, OG? You know, because they respect, you know what I do, you know, basically they, they really be picking up what I'm putting down. Mm-hmm. I remember Nipsey, uh, said he's the Don cause the street said it like to be right. named by the street is totally different from just your auntie and them calling you your nickname. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's different when, again, it's outside of your own name. When people give you a name, right. It's like a badge of honor. It's prestige. Mm-hmm. It's like King or queen. Like, yeah. You know, people use these terms frivolously and loosely a lot, right? But when when people can look at you and, and decide, this is how I see this person. Mm. And this is what we're going to call him or her. Yeah. Right? That's like, that's a nod of respect to you. It sure is. So when you can, when your character exudes beyond your physical and go out into everybody else, and they receive it, yeah. and they want to call you something other than what your mama named you, <laughs> Yeah, then that's pretty cool. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, no question. So I kind of want to take it back to 2008, 2012, Whew. being in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> what a Straight time. Straight A, to- what's up, baby? <laughs> Straight A, what's happening, It's baby? like, what a time to be alive, oh, right? God. I'm thinking about 2008 is when I came to Miami. Oof. How was that? What made you give the shift to come to Miami Mm -hmm. from Philly? So it was unexpected. Okay. I was working on a hip-hop, independent hip-hop project as a project manager um, with my man, uh, Ra Sun. What's up, Ra? And uh, I was working his artist project. Mm -hmm. And it started in Philly. But this kid, like, the more I worked with him, the more I saw him, you know, he six feet plus, he light skin, green eyes. And he really, really rapped like he could really, really go. Wow. Like he was he was a star. He was a star. His name was Biz. Biz was a star in my eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. And this was around a time when Miami was really like Ross was dropping. And yeah. it was like Miami was bubbling. And I'm like. Maybe this, maybe this project need to go down south. Mm-hmm. So we had a meeting and they was like, listen, you know, he had his investors and they told, they said, listen, Shabazz, whatever you say, that's what we're doing. I love that. So I said, okay. I had one contact. Mm-hmm. In Miami. One. Wow. Wow. I knew one person in the music industry. The only other person I knew was my man Straight A. Mm-hmm. So in the industry, I knew exactly one person. So I called that person. Mm-hmm. 
And that person put me with someone else who told me, look, I'll be able to help you move the project around. I came, I saw, and I conquered. I know that's right. (laughs) But question, in Philly, though, um, Uh you was doing like the party promotions and stuff like that. Well, or the radio show, so well, you didn't have industry connects through the radio station and stuff well, like that. I'm talking about in my now my 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 industry connections go all the way back to being 18 when okay. I first started in radio. So I the industry connections were there, but just in Miami, Miami, okay. yeah, in Miami. You. you know, I was good in New York. I'm good in I'm good in really any city. But in terms of what I was trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. I needed somebody on the ground in Miami. So I just reached out to that one person that I did know. And now that one person turned into, you know, I met him. Then I meet DJ Nasty. Then I meet Sam Sneak. Mm -hmm. Then I meet uh, 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 um, Shotgun that runs with Flo Rida. Mm -hmm. Then I meet Flo. Like, you know, and and I'm a very personable guy, you know. So Mm -hmm. one relationship led to another. Why? Because it moves like that when you solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, would that be considered checking in? Because look what you did. I feel like what you did was appropriate, right? You, right. you, you knew somebody in Miami, you came in, you linked with them, and then y'all started developing, you know, other things. Checking in. That check-in. You've had a conversation about that. Yeah, right. that's not checking in. Checking. See, this whole... See, a lot of people... And is there something wrong with checking in? I mean, yes. Okay. Because there's a difference in checking in and contacting somebody that you know, Hmm. that care about you Mm -hmm. and letting them know I'm in your city. Okay. If I go to L.A. right now, Mm -hmm. right, I'm going to call my man. I'm going to call Jamal. Mm -hmm. I'm in the town. Might not see him, but I'm going to let him know that I'm around. God forbid anything go wrong. You had to call your friend. Mm. Damn, I didn't even know you was in L.A. Got mm. you. Okay. So you let your people know you there. Mm. No disrespect to nobody. I don't, I can't go to L.A. and, 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 and call Big U. Mm-hmm. I can't check in with Big U. I don't know him. Mm-hmm. I can't check in with a L.A. gang member that I don't know. No, I'm not saying you, Big U is a gang. I'm saying anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. How you going to check it with somebody you don't know? If you go in there to handle your business and to mind your business, mm-hmm. you don't got to check in with nobody. Right? Yep. But this like check-in thing is really big right now. But I'm going to tell you why. This is what happens when you check in. Mm-hmm. Check-in comes from, I'm associating myself with something that I'm not really a part of. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. Makes sense. If I go to L.A., L.A. is gang culture. Right. Never been. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. Throwing flags in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I'm claiming something. I'm saying I'm this. And I just woke up one day and decided to be this. I ain't been through nothing. Mm-hmm. I ain't put in no work. Don't nobody know me. But now I done claimed this. Now I'm getting money as a rapper. The minute I go to that city... I'm going to want to check in. Why? Because I want to be cool. Mm. I want to be affiliated. So now what they going to do? Oh, you want to make a name for yourself off the sweat that we done put in? Oh, wow. Okay, cool. You with us. But every time you come, this phone better ring. Because mm. when it doesn't ring? You got a problem. Mm. You're going to yeah. have pressure. Why? Because you trying to associate yourself with something that you didn't put work in for. Yeah. So they're not going to completely condemn you. 
mm-hmm. because there's benefit in it. So now, yeah, you with us, but so is that check. Wow. So if you don't want to check in with nobody, mind your business. Okay. <laughs> right. And check right. into your hotel. Right. Pindy facts. Nobody mm-hmm. is coming to look for you off the plane. Nobody is coming to look for you off your, from your flight number. Nobody is looking for you at the hotel you staying in. But if you put yourself in a situation mm-hmm. where you claiming something that you mm-hmm. don't have no parts of and that you didn't put no work in for, then people going to want to see about you, and rightfully so. Wow. So checking goes- in is not something that you, like who, who like who? What's the check-in hotline number? Right, 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 right. <laughs> Who do you check in if you don't know these people? Right. True. Who, how, how can you check in? And why we always want our people to check in? Because we the ones that be doing this stuff. We the ones that be claiming. And and, and it happens to other dudes that appropriate the culture. Mm. It's going to happen to a white boy. It's going to happen to a poor. Anybody that tries to as- associate and align themselves with gang culture mm. and not really from it, them people are going to want to see about them. Wow. And it's not exclusive to us. We just happen to see it more because we're more dominant in the culture, of course. Yeah. But it's not, it's, it's not, nobody is exempt from it. Mm-hmm. If you, if you perpetuating that this is what you about and you with this. Right. Then we need to see you. Mm-hmm. Because how did you get in it? Yeah. Who gave you your flag? But a lot of that's going on around nowadays. A like, lot of it is going on. I mean, you know, but it's. Capping it's, at an all-time it's high. dangerous. It's dangerous, it's unnecessary, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, every era had its goofiness. <laughs> yeah. My mother's era had it. My grandmother's mm-hmm. era had it. Mm-hmm. My era had it. And now this era has it. Everybody's era had things that were done culturally at that time that was unbecoming. Mm-hmm. Right now, we watching a lot of fronting and capping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We watching a lot of pretending. Yep. You know? And it's just the times that we're living in. Yeah. And you have to know how to navigate and adjust and still not lose yourself in the process. That's why I want to go back to 2008 and 2012, right? Mm -hmm. Because me seeing how you or Prime moved, and I I didn't know Prime on a personal level at all, Mm -hmm. but I remember being at the Clevelander Hotel as a server and we would have these rooftop parties. (laughs) <laughs> and Prime was always so nice to us, like kind, like a gentleman, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But he seemed very intimidating, like, oh, my God, like this was the one making the plays and the moves. And, for but sure. But he was so For sure. Kind. He was a boss. Yeah, for sure. So, but a real boss, like yeah. a real B-O-double-S boss. Like bosses are men who understand their power. And how to respect other people because you don't bully and take advantage yes. of and demean and speak down to. Absolutely. That's not what bosses do. That's what bullies do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Prime was a boss. For sure. And just how seeing him with his woman and like Absolutely. family man. But he didn't have social media. Like, so you kind of just. everything that was going on on social media. It was wild. <laughs> going to parties back then and just people really dancing and vibing. It was a movie. No, it, it that time, from like you said, from 2008 to 2012 was different. And, 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 and I'll be honest, like, you know, a lot of people are going to say Shabazz and a lot of people are going to say Prime, but I can't talk about those times and don't mention my man Straight A. Like, a lot of people don't know who Straight A is, but, like, Straight A is the pioneer of what you saw us doing. Mm-hmm. 
he was it first. He he was the one running around in the Ferrari. He was the one with the Gucci loafers with the matching Gucci button up with the with the with the matching Gucci belt and then do it the next day in Louis, then do it the next day in Christian Dior, and then do it the next day in Fendi. Like, and I'm talking about back then. Yeah. 26 in a Bentley. You understand what I'm it saying? It was different. You know, so he straight A pioneered it for me. Mm-hmm. See, that's the hierarchy. Straight A pioneered it for me. I met Prime after I knew straight. Mm-hmm. Right? So when I, I when I, I first came to Miami in 2007, the first time mm-hmm. doing a video shoot for Emilio Sparks. Okay. When 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 myself and my man Manny and Philly had Colossal Entertainment. And I was running his label and Emilio Sparks was our first artist. And we came here to shoot Sparks video. And I met Straight A on that trip. And we stood on the corner of 7th and Ocean and probably talked for three hours. Wow. The first, when we first met. Mm -hmm. So that's how we became friends. So when I came back in 2008, I didn't have his phone number. I couldn't. He had changed his number. That's what it was. Mm. He had changed his number and I didn't have it. And I'm like, damn, I'm in Miami, but I can't, I told you, I only knew the one other person and he was the other person, but I couldn't find him. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, I can't find my man. So I'm walking up uh, Ocean Drive one day and I'm walking from, my hotel was on seven. So I'm walking up towards um Johnny Rockets. So I'm going north on Ocean. <laughs> Johnny Rockets. And, and um, if you know, you know. I'm mm-hmm. like, I hear this. I see this Ferrari coming. No, I hear it first, mm-hmm. and then I see it, and I'm like, it was a grave, great, like a color I never saw before. And I'm like, man, that shit fly. So then when they went past me, you know, I'm looking at it, and I kept looking. Mm-hmm. I didn't take my eye off the car, and I saw the license plate. And had straight A on it. Wow. So my first, it, it just like happiness overtook me <laughs> and I ran. <laughs> I ain't mean to run. I'm too cool to be. But that was my man. I was yeah. looking for him. So I ran yeah. and I caught him at the stop sign. Wow. And he was so happy. He hopped out. And from that day, we went out 45 nights in a row. Oh, my wow. gosh. 45 nights. And then it was like, what, Forge, 400, Dream? It was 400 Club. So it was, it was Mansion. Ugh. It was Dolce. It was wow. Live. It was Cameo. Wow. It was Dream. It was The Fifth. And it was, a, it was, it was, and, and, and Green, uh, Carew and Y. Carew and Y. Jeez. It was somewhere to go seven days a week. Absolutely. And we went. Yes. So straight A was my introduction into Miami nightlife on the VIP level. Yeah. So once people saw me with straight, then I was received Mm. on my own because now my own character took over. Mm Yes. So now when I'm not even with him, Oh, that's your best. Yeah. So that's where respect comes in. Mm-hmm. So now, 2009, I meet Prom. So now you got straight. Now you got Prom. You got my man Gotti. You know, all these niggas down here from Brooklyn. So now it's like, now we got our own little yeah. squad. Mm-hmm. Now we got our own little squad. And when we go to these clubs, we tear them down. I'm telling you. Now the rest I ain't got to tell you could you could tell what we did. You just had to be brag. there. Like 
Ace of Spades or Moet Moet Rose at the time, I think was like really hot. Yeah, that it was, was just, a, that was that was the bottle of choice back then. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. it was a beautiful thing to see. And then you're seeing all these guys on the lady standpoint. You're seeing all these guys that you never see through social media. You don't really see all the time. And you're like, who is this? Is like, mm-hmm. but everybody's a boss. Yeah, it was a, boss, a lot of us. Boss, it was it like it was from, crazy. It was you know my my man Cuban Mike. You know. Rube, you know, y'all know my Instagram, BK Rube. You know, like, we was all connected. Like, mm-hmm. I'm from Philly, but I've been running with dudes from Brooklyn since 89. Mm-hmm. So, me and Gotti became friends through Prime, but then realized that Gotti was in the feds with one of my closest homies from 89, my man Boogie, Stink, from, mm. from New York. They was in the feds together. So, you're like, damn, you know Boogie? So, now all the dots connect. So, then I got industry contacts and connects. You know, these dudes is connected to Fab and Puff and, you know, and then I got my own. So everything just, it just, it, it all just lit. manifested organically. Yes. And we just, we really, we really, along with a lot of other guys that, you know, people may not know, but we really own Miami Nightlife. Y'all really Respectfully. Did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, we owned it because of how we moved, how we carried ourselves. Absolutely. Like we was in the era of seven dudes go out with 21 girls. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that was something Prime did not tolerate. If it's more girls, if it's more dudes than girls, we have to resituate the situation. (laughs) And he never had a problem like, yeah, you can come through. I remember. No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't care about that. I remember my first I fanned out. It was my first time meeting Fabulous. Right. And Mm -hmm. that was at the Clevelander on the rooftop. And like he was coming down the hall and I was like, can I take a picture? And Prime was standing there. He's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go. I was like. Oh shit. Like this is crazy. So as a server at that time, people were like, we loved when y'all came through. It wasn't like oh, yeah, these we, niggas again. Because we had a it was good like, time. It's a money day. It's about to go down. I'm about you to pay why? my because, bills for two months. Because we had a good time. Yeah. We had a good time and everybody was included. Everybody was respected. Everybody yes. was thought about. Nobody was. We didn't mistreat people. At all. You understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it just wasn't that type of vibe. Like, we were really well-respected because we gave respect. Yeah. We gave respect. And that's why, you know, and, and that's why if you really pay attention, if you really know, you know. But that's why when, when Prime passed, you know, Miami nightlife changed. Absolutely. It changed. Mm-hmm. It, it changed. I mean, COVID, you Swift. know, really, really twisted it. but. Yeah. When prom when prom passed, it was a void here. Mm-hmm. Just not seeing him mm-hmm. in certain places. Yeah, at certain situations. Yep. It was like something is missing. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at McDonald's and not seeing them golden arches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like something was missing. It was definitely different immediately. Yeah. Nah. It was that was a that was a huge 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 loss. I remember, um, two thousand. 13, mm-hmm. you know, because every year he did his birthday. He did yeah. a yacht party. Every every year he would do a white yacht party. I used to wish to get on that boat. So, like, so 2013, <laughs> he was doing his party again and Bamboo wow. was opening. Bamboo. Bamboo was opening. Shout out to Sia, D, Purple, Dio, Marios. You know, he was, and he usually did his after party at Dream. So somehow, people have been buzzing, talking to the guys that was opening Bamboo. Mm-hmm. 
And it was like, somebody got in touch with me. It was like, yo, these guys from, I think it was Dex. Dex. Shout out to Dex. Dex. I think it was Dex. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was Dex. I think Dex told me that they were trying to get in touch with me. I feel like it would be Dex too. And I said, get in touch with me for what? He's like, they opening a new club and they trying to holler and they trying to holler at you in prime. So I'm like, all right, well, who is it? So I think Dex is the one that put the play together. I really believe it was Dex. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, I ended up at a meeting with Sia, Purple, and D. And when I got to the meeting. Purple? They live said, on Sunday purple? Not that purple. Purple from Bamboo. <laughs> okay. Um, I got to the meeting and he's, he's, um, I think it was, no, it was D. D opened the meeting. He said, listen, I'm going to start this by saying we was getting to the point where we didn't even believe y'all existed. Wow. They said, we've been trying to get in touch with y'all for so long. Because everybody that we talk to tell us, if you want this club to pop when y'all open it, mm-hmm. you better have them in there. Mm-hmm. And I was Didn't like, where? Back. He's like, man, we were starting to think y'all was a myth because we couldn't catch up to y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, we here. Now, I'm in the meeting, prime outside in my in the car, sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> prime like, Baz, go, you go to the meeting and, and just let me, because he always fall, he, he runs, so he always falling asleep. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, stay in the car. I'll run in here and see what it is. I okay. go in. So they want to do his after party. They said, we know he doing his big yacht party. We want the after party. Okay. What do we have to do to get it? Hmm. So I said. That's different. Have to do to First time hearing <laughs> like this. So my wheels start spinning quick. So I say, um, now mind you, this was what I, I freestyled it. Okay. And I was mad at myself because it happened so fast. I said, mm-hmm. all right, he'll do it. Give him um, 5,010 bottles. The man went in the other room and got a checkbook and came and wrote What? Yeah, like, I wish I would have said some more. Hold on, that was too easy. Uh, but you don't know until, like, it's listen, presented. That's crazy. Listen, there was no I hesitation. Said, I said 5,010 bottles. They said yes. Immediately, without hesitation, they said yes. Come on. Yes. And from that day, I went back in the car with Prime with the check. He said, what happened? I said, they gave me a check for 5000 They're going to give you 10 bottles for your birthday. He said, word? <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, y'all already partying. We y'all already are do- doing it. We already, already dug in with Mike Gardner and Headline. Like, we already we already doing what yeah. we do. Yeah, shout out to Varsity, Headliner. Jordan, Javi. We yeah. doing what we do already. But they just wanted, they wanted his party this year. Mm. They wanted that after party because they was just opening their club. I love that. And, man... Not only did we get the 10 bottles, but he bought more bottles on top of the 10 that they gave him. Like a real boss would. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just, it was, so that's, we were an integral part of Bamboo's establishing itself on South Beach. Granted, the politics got involved, obviously. Yeah. But Bamboo was our house. Like to the point where, you know, like I've never professed or projected to be the one that was really getting money like Prominent was because I wasn't. But that was something, it was something to be a part of something and be received for who you are and what you bring to the table Mm -hmm. as a person. Everything about me from the industry, the celebrities, everything with me, what you see with these people is all about me and my character. It's never been about 
Baz got the bag. Baz got the Rari in the bag. It's never been, you know, I've done my one too. Yeah. But I've never been received and handpicked for any of that. It's always mm-hmm. been about me. Absolutely. So when my birthday came around, I did my birthday at Bamboo. Mm-hmm. D told me, listen, you're not spending no money. Okay. He said, go to the liquor store Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. and buy as many bottles as you want and bring them to the club. Mm-hmm. And Sunday night, we going to bring your bottles out. Okay. I told Gotti and them, I said, yo, you're not going to believe this, man. <laughs> I said, the man is letting us bring our own bottles to the party. Okay. They said, what? He said, we could go to the liquor. I said, dog, go to the liquor store and buy the bottles so I can drop them off at the club. Mind blowing. Nobody was getting that type of liberty. No. no. But it was all about respect mm-hmm. and when people and, and respect and perception. When, when people see Theo, Theo and we used to do it all the time. Theo say Shabazz. He would tell me and my brother, oh. Let's make a parade real fast. Mm-hmm. He'll order 30 bottles of Ace of Spade, Dom, mm-hmm. and bring it to our table. And then I tell him, all right, send it back. <laughs> I, I think that was one of the first time I've ever tried Ace of Spades with one of y'all. Like, Probably. Y'all was passing out so much Probably. that it was, it was just, you had to be there. We just had a good time yeah. and we treated everybody good. And it was and it was dope. It was like, you know, it was, you know, of course, there's, there's nobody that'll ever do it the way it was done no. by BMF. But in Miami at that time and in, 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 in that time span, we had a good time. Yeah, really, we really, did. really did. We really had a good time in that in 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 that nightlife era. So yeah. I was gonna say something. I'm like, okay, y'all catching up, <laughs> yeah. real good. But I honestly, I want to take advantage because I've seen on your page mm-hmm. what you do. So I was like, here on Be Selfish, we talk about like mental health, self love, and all that for women. So like I want to interrupt, but I was like, nah, wait a minute, we, we have we have Shabazz here, so let's really I'm get here. deep. Because I ain't love... got to go nowhere. I'm <laughs> let's here. Get into it. I, I love it. We can have four parts. <laughs> right, right, right. I should have brought a change of clothes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had some some uh, Philly questions. Listen, to, man. But, but listen, later for that. Listen, we let me say so this right now. I'm grown and I ain't got no curfew. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Everybody cover what they need to cover. Right. Awesome. Right. No, because I got I got I'm it. Here. Baz, we got <laughs> questions. Okay. I got answers, baby. Okay. All right, let's do it. I'll let Lily go so ahead, Lily. First, I wanted to talk about your book, right? Okay. It's called Flip Your Life. Right. Now, mm-hmm. I want to know, because we're trying to change the perspective on being selfish. I want to know if you understand what we mean by being selfish. Does that have anything to do? With your book. It has everything to do with the book because being selfish is being self-aware. It's Mm -hmm. not being selfish. You see somebody hungry and you won't feed them. Mm -hmm. Right. It's being selfish, knowing what's best for you. And this is not rehearsed. Nobody told me this. Mm -hmm. This this is my interpretation. Say that one more time, please. Because that's what we're trying to let people know. No, you have to be... But it's it's a craft. It's a skill that you have to learn. I had to learn it. Mm Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to be selfish. Mm. I had to learn it. It's like something when you are a naturally, when you are naturally um, born with something, right? Like me, for instance, relationships. Mm -hmm. I never loved a woman that didn't do something to hurt me. 
Ooh. Right? You never. Gotta, you got to go deeper on that. Hold on. I never never loved a woman that didn't, didn't, didn't do something to hurt me. And I had woman. my heart broke by every woman that I ever loved. Really? Yes. Damn. But it was because I didn't listen to my mother when I was young, when my mother used to tell me, let people show you that they like you. Yes. Let people call you. Stop yes. calling Lisa all the time and let Lisa call you. Ooh. Stop asking me, can you go over Chuck house all the time? Let Chuck ask, can he come over here? Wow. She was trying to teach me something at a young age, but mm-hmm. my heart and who I was at my core, mm-hmm. I always want to show everybody else how I feel about them. Mm-hmm. So self-preservation being the first law of nature mm-hmm. and humans thinking about themselves first, if you always giving, 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 reaching, 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 a person going to take, 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 Absolutely. take. Absolutely. And they don't make them a bad person. They're just doing what a human does. Mm -hmm. If you don't know your self-worth and your value enough to be selfish, you're going to find yourself out here stranded, loving everybody and nobody loving you back. Right. Y'all hear that? Because that was deep. Hold on. One more time. Bars. For real. Go ahead ahead and digest that while I sip. (laughs) No, it's true. And the thing is, which is interesting, you we talk about like self-love for women all the time, but you are really big with self-love when it comes to men. Like you tend to talk, and I don't want to shift this, but you talk about like (laughs) men being the prize. You talk about loving yourself, like men loving themselves. A prize. Bring a prize. Yes. Because there is no the prize. Because as soon as you say the you cause separation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't want that. And that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Too many people feel like the woman, a woman is the prize. But in a relationship, y'all two women, mm-hmm. if you have a man and your man is nurturing, your man is respectful, your man is gives provision, your man is the man that you want him to be. Mm-hmm. Is he not a prize? Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. That's my that's my position with that. So when someone says a man is a provider and a man is a this and a man is a that, the woman is the prize. I'm battling that. No, yeah. don't take away from me yeah. and my contribution. Don't minimize me to make me sound like a worker. Mm-hmm. We're a team. Right. I don't work for her. She don't work for me. This thing of ours don't move without both of us. Right. Mm -hmm. So there is no hierarchy in that sense. The hierarchy comes when the man being a leader. Mm -hmm. Right. Effectively. Okay. Effectively. Effectively. Yes. Respectfully. Yes. Mm -hmm. Responsibly. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's something that comes with that. Mm -hmm. You're not the leader because you're the man. You're the leader because of your actions. Absolutely. So when it comes to the prize, I don't subscribe to that mm-hmm. because a lot of women don't know how to wear that title with respect. Mm. Wow. They look down on their man. Mm-hmm. I'm the prize. Mm. Okay. Well, what did you do this week? <laughs> well, I gave you some every day. What and else? That's not enough. That's not a, that's not even half of it. Cause nowadays guys don't care <laughs> nothing about how you look and what your kitty is like. Like you really have to have substance and, and, like I said, at least the ones that are trying to marry you. I at least the ones this, that... I, can, I can pick up this phone right now. I got a really, really good friend of mine, mm-hmm. Chance McGrady. He's like my little brother. I can call Chance on this phone right now and put him on speaker, and you will hear a man say, a woman got to date me too. Yes. Mm-hmm. She got to date me. 
If I'm taking, and if I don't took you on six dates, if a woman, he even took a woman on six dates and she ain't offered to take him on one, it's going to be hard for her on, on date seven. Yeah. If it comes. <laughs> and that's okay. People have to get away from this whole thing. Oh, oh, now the men want to be the women. The men want to be courted. The men. Listen. The men want to be appreciated. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This money don't grow on trees that mm-hmm. everybody think men supposed to spend. Mm-hmm. It don't grow on trees. Work get puts in. Work gets put in for it. Yep. It's nothing wrong with a man wanting his woman to show him that she appreciates him. That's men all have it feelings is. Feelings too. Like men y'all really men have are not robots. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I try to keep the take. I try to keep the kill even. Mm-hmm. Because when you're dealing with a relationship, that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with equality. Mm-hmm. Even with a man being a leader, it doesn't put him above the woman. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't put him above you. I'm not above you and you're beneath. Mm-hmm. I'm the leader, but we still together. Yeah. There's something that my uncle always shares with me um, when it comes to it being mutual. Things like, I love a man to give me flowers, right? I love a man to open the doors. But my uncle years ago taught me a trick. Like, okay, if the man's going to open your door, reach over when he's coming around the side for his to open up his door. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, watch his reaction. And I swear, ever since I've been doing that since years ago, I've been been in the back with it. Like, I feel like I'm locked. Oh, my gosh. Y'all love that. I melt when it happened. I melt when it happened because... It's simple acknowledgement. Yes. That means if you do for me, I'm going to do for you. Baby, I'm going to do for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Look at the movie I, Bronx Tale. I was just about that's, to say that. That's, that's where it came from. Yes. That's, that's where it came from. And we talk about reaction. You see Colangelo's reaction when, right. she, mm-hmm. when she unlocked that door? Mm-hmm. He was happy. Boy, I he get was that happy every time. Because it feels good. Yes. 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 It feels the man good is already... to be desired as a man, too. And yes. I think women don't understand that. We want to feel desired as well. Like we want to feel men don't wanted. understand it. You have some you mm. have just True. as many men speaking True. against men demanding that respect and attention mm-hmm. and, 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 and acknowledgement. Speaking against it just as much as, if not more than women, because they think it's soft. True, yeah. just and it's not. It's Hell really not. no, call me soft. Because if you ain't treating me how I'm treating you, it's up for you. Yeah, yeah. I oh, gotta get it in return. You gotta make me feel how I make you feel. It's yeah. only right. I think also though, from a woman's standpoint, we tend to not know okay the level, right? So, for example, men will date a woman at any level that she's at in her life. Some. It, some men, some men will date a woman at any level that she's at in her life, but a woman will always, some women will date up. So I think women kind of look at it like, damn, my man's at this level. I'm not there yet. So do I need to reciprocate that same energy? And I think there's different ways you can do it without it being, oh, he done spent five grand on me. So I need to match that. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like some women feel like, oh, I don't know how I can match that energy. You have to be able to differentiate between what you just described and competition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn, but I was just about to say something. Go ahead. Because, okay, I feel like there's always two different type of women. Mm-hmm. Because when I would meet someone that was higher, like, let's say position-wise, they were higher, they were successful. I would look at that man like I need to learn how to get there, too. But there's also women that 
they just want to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. So it's like for the man to know the difference between the woman, like, okay, this is someone that I can lead. And this is someone who just wants to take advantage of what I could give her. So like for men, how can they find a difference between that mm-hmm. type of woman? Cause you got to deal with individuals. Mm-hmm. Too many people date and critique generally. And as a, as a collective, it's a, it's a real strength and benefit in dealing with a person as an individual. Mm. Don't deal with me based on social standard. Don't mm-hmm. deal with me based on social media memes. Don't deal with me based on what you hear on a podcast. Deal with me based on me. Yeah. Wow, okay. And if people do that more, it'll be a lot less friction in relationships because people don't operate from within themselves. Mm-hmm. They operate outside of themselves and what the world views as appropriate. Yeah. So if I'm a man and I got what you want to call the bag, mm-hmm. if I happen to have more than you, number one, chances are you already not broke. Mm-hmm. You just don't have as much as me. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make me better than you. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to look at me. Really? You don't have to look at me and say, okay, I got to get up on his level because if he got that, then I definitely no. Don't put that pressure on yourself mm. because if y'all going to be together and it's really going to be together, y'all going to become one. I have a very close friend mm-hmm. of mine and her philosophy is if she makes $200,000 a year and she happens to meet a man that she loves or that she has gotten to know and she likes this man and this man makes 50000 a year. In her eyes, we have two fifty. But a lot of guys, a lot of men couldn't handle a woman making more than them. Man, I can. <laughs> that, that's make, not a man, though. Make more than me. That's not a man. You're insecure. Make more than me. Because who am I to be mad at what God blessed her with? Mm-hmm. Who am I to be mad at what her blessing is? She might make 200000 and don't know what the fuck to do with it. Mm-hmm. She might be a horrible money manager. Oh, well, you don't make with 50000 How What you know about managing money? I don't mess up my 50. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I probably can That's move with, off my 50 like she can with her 200 Because mm. I'm responsible and she's not. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's not a... I, wouldn't, I don't care about no woman having more money than me. I feel mm-hmm. like it's insecure men that no, worry it, listen, about that. It's because people operate outside of themselves. That was an aha for me. You saying like treat people as individuals for every situation. That's an aha for me because, you know, I've made a comment, you know, on our first episode when I talked about oh, not no. dating white men anymore. And they, both they tried to comment. eat me up in the comments, but they made it seem like I generalized it when I did it. But you got to What treat- was the comment? Mm-hmm. I said, what was your position? Right. I said that I will not date white men anymore. And then instead of elaborating on it, because I just didn't like how the last few white men that I dated made me feel. Right. I felt like I was just being the Barbie, the placement, the, you know, no man, no white man has ever asked me, what is it like being a black woman? Mm-hmm. What are the things that y'all really go through? It didn't understand the bonnet life. It was just so many things that 
were uncomfortable for him, but secretly wanted to be with a black woman. Right. So that's what turned me off about being a white man. But I didn't explain it that way. I kind of just. Well, see, here's the thing yeah. about interracial. They came inter- in and called inter- us racist. They were just. All they was going the in on me. Here's the thing about interracial dating. Because you're going to have some people who's going to vehemently stand upon black people should date black people and white people should date white people. And, mm-hmm. and that's okay if that's what their perspective is. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you will not control who you like. Oh, that's not true. You're not going to control it. Mm-hmm. You can try to fight it because you're worried about what somebody going to say. Mm. You can try to fight it because you're worried about how it's going to look. But if you like the person, you like them. So mm-hmm. if, if somebody see me out in the street with a white man, mind your business. All of it. <laughs> All of your business should be never minded. say never. Because right? it's, 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 the thing is this. Because, Damn. because what, what, what happens is this. What happens is, again, you get outside of individualism. Yeah. And now looking oh, you, back, I definitely these, did. All these black women, in, yeah. all these black men in the world, and you had to go and get you a white man. Where you were at that time, mm-hmm. that day mm-hmm. in your life, when that thing happened, it happened with that man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because he's not the same color as you, you're supposed to say, I'm going to ignore this feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ignore this, this niceness. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ignore what my body is telling me. I'm going to ignore what I'm feeling because I'm worried about what somebody's going to say. So I'm just going to hope to see if I get this feeling another day. <laughs> yeah. Damn all that. Because I'm not doing that with a woman that I meet. Yeah. I like Facts. who I like. Facts. Bad so that what? means you don't have a preference. Whatever. I like beautiful. I like respectful. So whether it be snow bunnies or a Nubian queen, bad Listen, don't man, discriminate. I dated them from secretaries to strippers. I like who I like. <laughs> mm-hmm. They now that's just matter. that's and 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 anybody that know me know I'm not lying. Yeah, no, you don't not. let nobody tell me who to date. Yeah, because at the end of the day, when I get away from y'all, I'm gonna be trying to figure out how to get to this person. Mm-hmm. So what I got to sneak and creep for? No, it's fact. I like though. who I like. Yeah, and if it don't work, I can out, attest to that. Who yeah, got mm-hmm. to, and if it don't work, guess what? Who got to deal with it? Mm-hmm. You, me, yeah. you, you. Yep, we have to deal with our choices and decisions. Absolutely. But nowadays, people date for social acceptance. Uh, yeah. Everybody yeah. Wanna, both of us was like, Ugh. everybody want to date for the grand. They oh got to go God. to the. You, 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 I really heard somebody say that people feel that your relationship ain't real until you put it on the gram. And I don't believe yeah. that at all. That's horrible. I'm so against that. That's terrible. For that to be the standard. Oh, it ain't real till you put it on the ground. Me personally. Why are you hiding me? Yeah. It's not about, for me, it's not about hiding anybody. I just don't feel it necessary that I need to Listen, announce who my person is. To if the, it happens, to these, if it y'all happens. happen to do that, it happens. That's that's not a part of the relationship right. application. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, people think it's serious. All right, now we're serious. Now you posted me you on posted the me, right now you're page. Serious. Now we're serious. Now. Now, oh, oh, that's his girl. Um, over that's his girl <laughs> here come all of that oh that's that's her man like all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know you got to be mindful once you start putting your business in the street yeah and then on top of it the people who are supposed to know 
will know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Most of the people on social media, newsflash, are strangers. Yes. Who care nothing about you or your life for real. You're right. Just a scroll up or down. They're strangers. Mm-hmm. So you really put your relationship under the scrutiny of strangers. Yeah. And they have no idea. And then when you do post your person, now they're talking about her nose. Mm -hmm. Or now they're talking about his hairline. Yeah. Because you you didn't do it because you felt like it. You did it because you thought that's what you're supposed to do. And now you're getting shredded. Yeah. Because everybody got something to say. Everybody Mm -hmm. don't love you. Everybody don't. No matter how many people congratulate and salute me for what I do on social media, Mm -hmm. everybody does not love Shabazz. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They could, somebody said to me, I'm gonna I'm 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 show y'all something because you're yeah. not. Pull up that's the some real shit, though. I'm gonna show and y'all something. A lot of the times, these people don't have, uh, uh, 99% of the times, these same people don't have that energy in real life. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about you like, oh, you look crazy or this, that in person. Mm-hmm. I've never had somebody walk up to me and keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. Let me, I'm gonna I'm 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 let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all hear something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and it's gonna blow your mind. Oh, I want to hear this. Hold on one second. Well, I just want y'all to hear what I'm saying as it relates to everybody don't love you. Mm-hmm. No matter how 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 much you may think you're doing what's right, or other people are expressing love for you. And I just want y'all to see how how what you have to deal with when you I do what I do because this is my purpose and my calling. Mm. But when so I don't care about the I don't care about what you would call the haters. Mm-hmm. Oh, so my this gosh. kid, I think he must have uh, I think he must have finally got the hint and he must have deleted himself or unfollowed me or oh, something. Damn. But this is a, I was going to let y'all hear recording. was somebody who was following you? Yeah, he would follow me. And a few days ago, I was king this, king that. And then I put up a post. I don't know this person. Uh-huh. I put up a post that said, a lot of y'all can't win because you swearing to God and putting it on your mama and Ooh. be lying. Uh-huh. Whoa. Mm. And the caption said, this is why your life is in shambles and your mother can't get ahead. Damn. Because you lying. That post must have struck this person's nerve. Okay, I don't know this person, but they must have been triggered. Mm-hmm. Because two days prior, I was king, king, Salute king. Salute king. Yeah. The man sent me three voice messages. One said, fuck you, fuck your mother, and your mother should have swallowed you. Wow. And you need the to district- stay off Rick Ross' dick and stop wearing that money team hat because I'm, sure, I'm sure Floyd don't support that shit. Now, wow. I... Sent him the laughing faces because I don't argue with people like that because yeah. it's meaningless yeah. and it's pointless. Yeah, but it's just a testament. These people on social media are retarded. A lot of them. <laughs> yeah. So you can't put yourself in certain situations if you're not ready for what comes from these lunatics. Mm-hmm. The lunatic, the good, Lily. Let me tell you, Lily handles are like feedback and responding to people because I'd be quick to be like, "What the fuck you talking to?" That's me. But then I have to remember, oh, 
oh, okay, sure. These people don't know yep. you. And Lily will come in with a very professional, like, but, oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. I feel you. And, and I'd be like, I kindly tell them the fuck off. But kindly. See, <laughs> you can give it to them both ways, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes they're bold enough not to throw the rock and hide their hand. Mm-hmm. So you have to stand your ground and stand firm with them. And you hear that, Lily? Hold your position. So sometimes you can do that. Okay. Because sometimes it's required. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get it misconstrued. Positivity don't equate to being a pussy. I'm telling you. I just ignore them, too. I mean, like, whatever you feeling at the time. But just, listen, long as you don't let it disrupt your peace or your energy. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right. If you can say all of that you said and then still go on. Yeah. Yeah. But if you say that and then it change your mood. And then you got to keep talking about it and you got to refer to it. And you're not even on this. And they don't went on about their business. Right. Right. So it's just some, it's, 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 it's just balance. Yeah, it That's is. That's all it is. It's balance. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't mind checking them with assertion, but I don't mind checking them with aggression even. I love that. You know, you talk about balance, right? So your platform, first of all, I want to know the responsibility to have a platform like yours when people are falling for it, literally. Everything that you say, they really take heed to that information, right? Mm-hmm. So right. it holds weight to them. Do you feel a heavy responsibility that every time you open your mouth, like it needs to be something that is beneficial for the people? Or sometimes you just want to kiki and laugh. I do both. But it's funny you ask that or ironic that you ask that because that's how the platform got to where it is. Mm-hmm. When I first started, if you go back, to 2015, 16, You got a lot 17, of content. Mm-hmm. Right? I tried to go. I said, my if you go are back tired. to If you go back to those days, mm-hmm. you're going to hear, yeah, because you motherfuckers and y'all bitches, y'all need to, and, like, <laughs> y'all, and stop this sucker shit, you bitch ass nigga. Like, you're going to hear, like, I was talking like I was on the street corner. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then what started to happen I started getting DMs from young 17-year-old boys mm. saying that I look up to you. I don't have a dad. I don't have a big brother. I started getting DMs from women saying, I really appreciate what you do. And I have my son listening to you. Mm. Wow. Or can you help me with my relationship? Like mm-hmm. I started to realize that people was really hanging on to what I was saying. Yes. So for me, I said, okay, this is a place of responsibility. Mm-hmm. I said, so now I don't want people, and I said this to myself, I don't want people to say, I really like what he be talking about, but he cursed too much. Mm-hmm. I really like what he be talking about, but he always referring to women as bitches. Mm-hmm. I like what he be talking about, but he always nigga this nigga. I didn't want to pigeonhole my audience. So I stopped cursing. Mm -hmm. I stopped using a bunch of profanity. I stopped referring to women as bitches. I I stopped talking on Instagram like I was in the room with my homies. Yes. I stopped doing that. And when I did that, I continued. I I started to flourish in my eyes. Mm -hmm. And then on... Three, I remember three different occasions, three different times, three different people. 
DM me, and all three of them said the same thing. Mm. Eerie. I've been following you for X amount of time, and I never comment on your page because I've just been watching, waiting to see when you were going to be inconsistent. Mm. And I I have to tell you that you have never wavered. I don't always agree with everything, but you are very consistent and you're fair. Yes. And I've had people tell me, and I had three people tell me that at that particular time on different occasions. So that let me know that my decision to kind of clean up my dialogue was effective because people are watching. Absolutely. And they're listening. So when I have a friend of mine in Philly tell me, my friend Keisha tell me, Baz, every time I got your live on in the house, my nine-year-old son hear your voice and be like, man, that's my man. <laughs> Love that. Nine years old. Yeah. No, you making an impact. Even my brother reached out to me and he was like, can I meet your friend Baz? I'm like, yeah. Like, right. he, because... He always says that you give a different perspective or you're not like you're not here or there. And it's not that you're in a gray area. You just make people think Mm -hmm. in a different way. Okay, maybe it could be this. Maybe it could be that. Like, I love that. Because social media will make you think it's the only way. It's only the way that you see it. Yeah. Or you get bullied into thinking one way or forced into thinking one way. Current event. Mm -hmm. This whole young thug gunner case yes the whole debate is dick gunner didn't rat yes he did gunner didn't rat yes he did like there's a debate Mm -hmm. but when you when you listen to what you were presented with like watch this because he he testified in court recently and he basically answered yes or no questions right Mm-hmm. So people, I guess, think that he's cooperating Listen, and he's a rat, quote this unquote. Is- Affiliated with YSL around 2016. Is that true as it pertains to you, Mr. Kitchens? Yes, ma'am. YSL is a music label and a game. And you have personal knowledge that members or associates of YSL have committed crimes in furtherance of the game. Yes, ma'am. You were present when law enforcement officers stopped a vehicle in which you were present along with Jeffrey Williams, wherein hydrocodone, methamphetamines, and a firearm were recovered. These items did not belong to you. Yes, ma'am. And do you acknowledge the following statement? I recognize, accept, and deeply regret that my talent and music indirectly furthered YSL the game to the detriment of my community. YSL as a game must end. Is that your statement or acknowledgement? Yes. Yes, ma'am. So now watch this. I don't have a dog in this race. I don't know Gunn and have nothing against him. Mm -hmm. What I did, just like with the Megan and Tory situation, Mm -hmm. I see what's going on on social media and I try to put everybody outside of a space of divisiveness. Yeah. Because people become disrespectful to each other because of their opinion. People argue with each other because of their opinion. And I try to get people to understand fact. Mm -hmm. When it comes to Megan and Tory's situation, the facts are 
you don't know. You don't know, right? right. That's the say, fact. I and I saw I the Mysan live with you, like when it actually when happened. When Mysan and our president and I were going back and right, forth, right, right, right. And I'm telling my son, shout out to my son, the general. I'm telling my son, you can't ask me why would a black woman lie. It doesn't matter. Right. The fact of the matter is, right. we don't no. know just because she said it. Right. That I'm just standing on fact. Just because it was said. And because you relate to it and because you feel it and because it moves you and because you don't see why somebody would lie, it still does not equate to truth. Right. Yeah. Bottom line. And you stand on facts and reality. Like this is what's there is really nothing, happening. Somebody was, I was talking to my friend on my live last night, Fatima, and she said, oh, you team Tory. I'm team truth and I'm team facts. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Exactly. That's the only team I'm on because mm-hmm. that's the only team that matters. Yeah. Right. So when it came to the to the to the to the to the gunner and to, to the gunner situation, people think a lot of people think they understand the streets and street terminology and snitching and rat and then a lot of people really don't, right? Don't understand none of it. They really don't. Not about that. What life. you what no. you just heard, you didn't hear him telling on Young Thug. Mm-hmm. You didn't hear him <laughs> point him out. Nope. You didn't hear him do any of that. No. What you did hear him do, though, is cooperate with the state. Yeah. Right. Is YSL a gang and a record label? Yes, ma'am. Have Do you have personal knowledge of crimes that they committed? Yes, ma'am. Mm. The reason why that's detrimental and the reason why that's cooperating, one, he wouldn't have been able to get out of jail and get a plea deal without it. Right. Mm-hmm. Two, if Young Thug says... YSL is a record label. If Kevin Lyles goes and say YSL is not a gang, if the other little kid that spoke on Thug's behalf says YSL stands for Young Successful Life and he did this and that for the community, he's clearly building his defense around YSL is not a gang. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when his co-defendant and his man says YSL is a gang, that completely contradicts what Young Thug said. Yeah. Or was trying to build. Right. Now, the flip side is when you understand how these cases work. If, in fact, they are, unbeknownst to us, have decided, which is why I put up this video as well. If they all collectively have decided we're going to do a binding plea, all of us are going to plead guilty. And this is what we all are going to receive. Gonna did nothing wrong. Okay. But without mm-hmm. us having that information. And only going by what you have seen and heard mm-hmm. thus far. Uh-huh. That what you witnessed is called cooperation. Gotcha. Because if you did not get that, if they said, we're going to give you five years, suspend four, give you time served, and 500 hours of community service, That's- but you have to say that YSL is a gang. If he would have said, I'm not saying that he gets no deal. Right. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like he would have no jail time, maybe some community service hours, but he has to admit that it was a gang. Absolutely. Right. Okay. These are these are called conditions of the agreement. Mm-hmm. Those were the conditions. We'll accept your guilty plea, and this is what we'll give you. Mm-hmm. But you have to give us this. We need the admission of this being a gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. So there is nothing to argue about. 
I don't care what comes after the fact. That situation, what you're witnessing, is cooperation. And there's nothing else to call it. But a lot of people don't even know the ins and outs of like the court, the law, feds, this, because that, they it, believe cooperation or ratting or snitching, whatever they want to label it, has to be you sitting on a stand or you wore a wire or you pointed somebody out. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the trickery that mm. these people play. They want a conviction. Yeah. Yeah. They want a conviction, even if the conviction don't equate the jail time. Yeah. A conviction is a victory for them. Mm-hmm. And it goes on there. They, it goes. Of, that's another feather in their cap. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. So they they want convictions. Most times they want the time, but depending on how the case is shaped and goes, they'll 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 take community service and suspended sentences. And because yeah. a suspended sentence means you got five years, we suspend four. four. You got one time mm-hmm. served. Them four years that suspended, it's just like being on parole. Right. If you do something wrong, they want that four out yep. you. Yes. Mm. But but you'll do that if you want to get out of jail. Mm-hmm. But again, we're going to give you this. But this is what I need from you, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need you to. I don't need you to testify that he did this and he did that. I simply need you to say that you renounced the gang. I need you to say that it is, in fact, the gang. Mm-hmm. And I need you to say that you saw gang activity. What you did. I need you to say that. Yeah. I need you to admit those things mm-hmm. and we will give you this deal. That's what took, that's what we saw. Yeah. I'm not making that up. I mean, you live off of facts. So life, I just so want to, so I, I just it. be wanting people to stop arguing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I be wanting. I don't like to see people arguing and disrespecting each other. Mm-hmm. When you can clearly look and see that people be speaking from feelings, yes. emotions, and not intellect. Yes. I had this thing. I say, pay attention to everything. Don't ignore anything and use common sense and critical thinking for all things. So I want to ask you, because you aren't um, shy about this conversation, but you've been to jail before. You've been to prison before. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you have a different stance on all of this and understanding like the terminology that goes with this whole case and plenty of cases. And I feel like that's why you post and share a lot about crimes that happen in the world in general. Right. I want to know how has going to prison or jail shifted? Cause I know there's a difference, right? But how has that shifted you at that point to the man that you are right mm-hmm. now? Because I was seven. It's right here. It's right here mm-hmm. on the back of this book. Read the top of this Lily. The, the, the top paragraph. Mm-hmm. Okay. It says top paragraph. You are going to learn everything the hard way because you don't listen. Mm. Is what I remember my mother telling me when I was seven years old. And to this day, no words have, have proven to be more than accurate than those. Mm. Seven. Wow. My mother told me you're going to learn everything the hard way because you don't listen. Wow. You know, when I realized she was right, I was 29. Damn. Wow. And I was sitting in East Jersey State Prison System at Rawway in the hole. Mm. That's when it clicked. That's when it clicked that you better start listening. My man Tommy used to tell me, Bad, stop carrying guns everywhere you go. I used to work at the Comfort Inn mm-hmm. in Philly on Delaware Avenue. I was a front desk clerk. Mm-hmm. And I was in the street at the same time. 
Right behind the front desk, we had safety deposit boxes. I used to go to work. I was retarded. I used to go to work <laughs> with a bulletproof vest on. What? I At the Comfort a... Inn? Listen, I was retarded. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't went to work with a vest on and used to keep a 380 in the in the in the in the in the safety deposit box what? behind the front desk. Y'all know the comfort in the comfort in. She's saying, why? Why? Exactly. Why? Yes. What why? is wrong with you? Stupid. <laughs> like, but that's that being dumb, retarded, just in the street and just doing things that you think you're supposed to do in the street. Mm. And then my man said to me one day. He said. You know what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen me with a gun? Mm. Have you? No. Wow. You know what he said? When I told him no, he said, have you ever seen me with a gun? And I said, no. He said, you know why? I said, why? He said, because I never had to use it on you. Mm. Wow. Meanwhile, you got a whole bulletproof vest and guns that I, I can't pronounce. I didn't go nowhere without a gun. Wow. But I learned later in life about the energy that you bring to you when you carry one yeah. unnecessarily. Yep. Wow. You got a different swag when you carry a gun. Your tolerance is lower. Wow. Your trouble seeking is higher. Wow. Your aggression is more affirm. You got to come fuck with me if you want yeah. to. Type of vibe. Because I got it on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really the problem when you got the gun. Mm. Wow. Because you looking for trouble. Yeah. You're really the problem. If you're not carrying a gun legally to protect yourself. But when you're just having a gun because you think that's what you're supposed to do, you're the problem. Which most mm-hmm. people nowadays feel like they need to have a gun to protect themselves. They convince themselves. Yeah. But when you grow up and then your brain really develops and mm-hmm. you get some sense, you'll tell yourself. And me and Jim Jones had this conversation recently. If I feel like I need a gun, why am I going there? Mm, facts. Why am I going somewhere that I feel like I might need a pistol? Yeah. That's how you save your life. Yeah. That's how you preserve your freedom. But that comes with growth and maturity yep. and living. Yep. Because you don't need to be everywhere the hot spot is. Like, you don't need to be in all these different places. I was going to the office the other day for a work job, and I was like, damn, I'm at the office. I feel like I need to have a shank. Because the <laughs> office is just... I'm sorry, office. I shouldn't have said it. Shout but, out to Oomp. <laughs> I, I just feel like there's a lot of things that may Oomp, go down. <laughs> yeah, that part. And, um, yeah, so there's certain places I won't go in case I feel like, oh, it could be a problem. You know, it's, 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 it's all about... It's all about calculation. Mm-hmm. The reality is anything can happen anywhere at any time. Right. Because we don't know the unknown. Right. Right. But it, but we also have six senses. We do. But we only obey five. Mm. Mm. I heard that. The sixth one is the one we compromise and play with. And that's one of the most important ones. Mm-hmm. That sixth sense of intuition is the one that says, well, you feel like you need a gun, don't go. But you go anyway. You ignore it. The sixth sense yeah. is the one that say, you know you don't need to be messing with that nigga, but leave him, but you mess with him anyway. Yeah. You know she ain't right, 
but you mess with it. Mm-hmm. We compromise the sixth sense because the sixth sense is the one that tells us what we need to hear, not yeah. what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. We do that all the time. That's what Damn. we do as humans. We retard it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanna, retards. I want to take you back. You said when you were 29, you were sitting in the hole. That's mm-hmm. when it came. Yeah, that's we when had it, this I whole. Was, yeah. I was, my mother cried on the phone with me one day. Oh, man. I was in the hole and my mother asked me, what did you eat today? And I, I and I told her I, I had a a, a a a a string bean sandwich. Hmm. String bean sandwich. Yeah, I had some string beans and two pieces of bread. I've been poor, but never a string and I made, bean. And I made a uh, and I made a string bean sandwich. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on. You hear what she said? She said she's been poor, but she never had a string bean sandwich. That's what they're serving in prison. But tell her what is like the delicacy in prison, but it's basically shit out here. Yeah, I mean. See, it depends because if you got commissary, then you can, you know, if you got money on your books and you can order off a commissary, then you can eat a little different. Mm-hmm. But when they feed you the prison food, right? You know, we, you know, what you call a burger, we call a hockey puck. Mm-hmm. Mm, whoa! <laughs> you know, is is it's about this big. It's very dark piece of meat, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's made out of soy. Is it oh, soy soybeans and some other stuff? But it's a burger, but. You know, we call them hockey. We call them upstate. We call them hockey pucks. Right. To me, I still do a lot of stuff now that I did then, mm-hmm. that I did mm-hmm. in prison. Because, mm-hmm. and I and I haven't, I, I did my time in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But see, I, I hated it so much that here we are in 2022 and I came home June 2nd, 1999, mm-hmm. and I only did. I I did I did fourteen months upstate. It didn't take me five years to figure this out. Yeah, <laughs> right. It didn't take see, and that's another misconception. People, oh man, fourteen months that ain't nothing. Oh, no. That's all. It's fourteen been. months in prison. Three days. See, sometimes it's not about the length, the time of the bid. Yeah. It's what you experience on it. Oh, right. say that again. So I experienced the same things that people did did five and 10 years experienced. Mm -hmm. I just experienced it in a short amount of time and I hated it enough to never go back. Right. And you preach that so much. I hated it. Wow. It's 20 years later. Yeah. And I promise you, I'm Muslim. I pray five times a day. Out of a seven day period, I promise you, at least five of those days, at one point, when I finished praying, I remember being in prison. Mm -hmm. It never, Mm -hmm. and I think about it the most when I pray. Wow. Because that's where I was was praying the most. I'm going to be real. That's what, (laughs) prison, I've been Muslim, I was Muslim before I went to jail. But prison is where I perfected my salat. So when I came home from prison, I made it my business. I don't care where I am. I'm going to find somewhere to pray. Mm -hmm. Mm. My five prayers. I don't care what type of life I'm living. Mm -hmm. I don't care what I'm doing wrong that I shouldn't be doing. I'm going to pray. I know that's right. And when I do pray, nine, I'm going to say seven and a half times out of ten when I pray, I always remember getting up off that floor in that prison. I right. hated jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hated going on a visit and have to get strip searched, going and coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
I hated how the guards would talk to pe- people just because they could, and you can't mm-hmm. do nothing about it. Yeah. It's not a good experience, At man. At all. So between me doing my 14 months and all my friends doing, it's a thousand years of jail between all of us. Mm. Right. I ain't got to go back to know what it is. Yeah. And I don't have to do no more time. I don't have to do another hour in jail for me to be able to school people as to why they shouldn't want to go. Right. Mm-hmm. You always talk about that lesson, though. Yeah, I hope a lot of people get that lesson because, you know, 30 seconds can change somebody's life forever. You know, that's, you know, a lot. Of, I have a lot of quotables. Mm-hmm. It takes three to 30 seconds to change your life for three to 30 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's what I was facing. I was facing 15 in life. Jeez. Three to 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Do you know how fast anybody that's ever been to prison, jail, even locked up in the county? It takes this long to get locked up from the time you do something. (laughs) I could do something in this room right now that requires the police to come from the time I do it. Lily called the police police going to be here in between nine and 15 minutes. Police going to get here. Story going to get told. I'm going to be in handcuffs. I'm going to be sitting in Dade County in less than an hour. Less. It's going to take less than an hour for my freedom to be at stake. Wow. It's going to take me an hour, to, less than an hour to get there. Even if I get bail, mm. you know how long it's going to take me to get out? 17 hours. Wow. It ain't worth it. It's going to take at least 17 hours to get in there, processed, mm-hmm. fingerprinted, mm-hmm. sent upstairs, wait to see the judge, transfer, get your bail established, make your phone call. It's going to take 17 to 24 hours to Yo, get out of that situation that it only took me less than 60 minutes to get into. Wow. I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine. So it's easy to get in it. Yeah. Hard it's to, hard yeah. to get out. And that's the cycle of life. Go to a hotel today. When they take your deposit, they take that deposit quick. Yeah. How long it take to come How long back? it take to get it back? Yeah, it take 24, Three to five 48, business get, days. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Right. <laughs> it's easy to get in. Yeah. Getting returns is a delay. Yeah. So This true. is why you have to think mm-hmm. before you react. Absolutely. If you do things impulsively, you can ruin your life forever. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a lot of men behind that wall who wish they had those three to 30 seconds back. For real. Mm -hmm. Because that's all. It was a man recently whose post I put up and he said he was talking to one of his old heads walking in the yard. And he asked him, do you see all these men and do you you know what they in here for? Mm -hmm. He said, yeah, they in here for murder. He said, yeah, murder was the charge. But they're not in here because of murder. Mm. They're in here because of their emotions. Mm. Emotion is why they're here. Murder, murder was just a result of their emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Murder was just a result. That's so true. I was just watching something today about stalkers on Netflix, which is kind of crazy. And the guy was saying he wished he didn't do that, but his emotions done took over him so mm-hmm. much he couldn't picture this woman with another man. So when he was stalking her and an- another guy showed up, he ended up killing the guy wow. in a tussle and it's dark. He really wanted to kill her, but he ended up killing this man. 
And I'm like, and he said it like mm-hmm. they're documenting this while he's in prison. He's like, my emotions got the best of me. My emotions. I'm got like, the, damn. You got to have emotional, uh, emotional, emotional intelligence. intelligence. Yeah. yeah. And it's called <clears throat> self-control for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Only you can control it. Yeah. Ain't yeah. that what I got my beads? I got my beads. <laughs> I, I just yeah, got me so some waist beads and it's beady. for um, peace self-control and trust mm-hmm. yeah you know. gotta just have self-control to with y'all <laughs> you have to have self-control because yeah. if you lose control of yourself and you make a bad decision you can really ruin your own life absolutely absolutely so all right so your mom right you grew up with your mom absolutely. and your dad or just your mom because i know my you... mother and my stepfather my my dad my dad was around but inactive but okay. i saw my dad you know i've i know my dad I mean, my dad had a relationship growing up but it wasn't um it wasn't consistent because of where he lived and things like that but my dad has always been around but i was raised by my mother mm-hmm. in the household with my stepfather mm. okay so how important was it to have like a father figure around, right? Because the reason why I ask is like my father is alive, right? But he lives in Jamaica. We do have a relationship, but we didn't spend like when I came to America, it was 1999, right? So I didn't have that like father figure around all the time. I learned a lot of things on my own and then I got locked up, right? And then this this is Hispanic guy, this word stay in my head till this day. This happened years ago, probably like 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. He said, if I see you back up in here again, I'm going to fuck you up. This ain't oh. for you. Right? Right. And he looked me in my eyes dead. Because for, for days, I was in there for months. No bail, no bond, no date, no none of that. Right? So he was in there enough to talk to me and get to know mm-hmm. me. And one day out the blue, he just said, if I see you in here again, I'm going to fuck you up. I might just take your life. And from that day, I never went to jail again. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, that's a compliment. I, I, I know. That's what I'm. I, I, I was told that when mine is the threat, right? A guard told me that when it was time for me to go home. See, they could see. See, the way my mother raised me is how I survived prison in the streets because mm. of the way I was raised. Wow. Right. Got you. I was going to say that too. Right. So, did you feel like your mom when you're in that cell? Because that's how I felt. Like, Everybody else disappeared. It was just my mom there paying for the lawyers, paying for this, doing this, mm-hmm. doing that, right? So it was like when she cried, I felt like I felt it mm-hmm. in the cell, mm-hmm. on the bed. Like yeah. literally every time she shed a tear. Yeah, no, nah, it's it it's, it's a disheartening thing to know yeah. that, you know, because she crying because she worried about you. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a different cry when it, when a mom cries. Yeah, it's like a when she, she, because she, it's like, Oof. you know, what's going on? Is he all right? Is anybody my my mother my mother like to say was any was anybody messing with you? Was right, right. bothering you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, my nobody bothering Because now it's like, mm-hmm. you know, that's my kid, that's my baby, that's my child. Yeah. You know, but you know, gr- even though growing up in the household, as you asked about um uh, you know, with a stepfather, you know, my mother raised me. Got mm-hmm. you. My mother had six children, I'm her oldest, and I'm the only one that had his own dad. My other five siblings, they had their own dad. Mm-hmm. That my mother married, and him and I, we never established a bond. Ah, he okay. was in the household, yeah. But my mother raised me. You know, my mom raised me. 
Mm-hmm. And so the man that y'all see today is because of my mother. A I woman second can that. raise a man. And I second is, that. Yeah. And this is why I tell, like, I've had women reach out to me and talk to me about their sons. And they'll say, Shabazz, I need you to help me with X, Y, and Z because mm-hmm. I can't it's raise tough. a man. And I tell them, you don't have to. I can't. No, they say they would say to me, I can't um, make I can't raise a man. And I tell him, you don't have to. He was born a boy. He's going to be a man whether you raise him or not. Mm. Your job is to raise him to be a respectful man. Yes. You know, a a, a man of moral compass and integrity. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. And you can absolutely do that. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely be a woman and take your son that you birthed and teach him respect. Wow. Teach him how to talk to women. Teach him how to conduct himself. Teach him how to be respectful. Teach him not to be a liar. Teach him not to be a thief. Yes. Teach him not to be immoral. You are speaking to me. Teach yes. Because <laughs> I have two boys. And, and believe in his And that's my those question. Things, yeah. Those things make mm-hmm. a great man. You looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally, that's something we had to, we were we going to ask had that you, conversation like, do you today? feel like a woman can raise him? Literally, mm-hmm. we are going to ask that and you just answered it. Yes, she can because she can teach him what kind of person to be. Yes. Yes. She can teach him what kind of person to be. It's up to him what kind of man he going to be. Right. He's going to be what kind of man he want to be regardless of what his mother teach him. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Yes. My mother didn't teach me to be a thief. My mother didn't teach me to be a drug dealer. My mother didn't teach me to do be a pimp none of the things that i've been in my life my mother didn't mm-hmm. teach me to be that yeah as a man i chose that yeah my mother taught me to be what y'all see today shout mm-hmm. out to mama baz okay <laughs> Clap it. you understand what i'm saying we love her never seen her don't know her never met her but it's a great man yeah you mm-hmm. you really are so that's, a so great I, man. that's why i try to encourage single mothers yeah you can absolutely Raise your son to be a good person. Yeah. And teach them things. The man that they're going to be is up to them, not right. you. Absolutely. It's not even up to their dad. Mm-hmm. If the dad was in the home, because we all born with free will. Yeah. And no matter what anybody tells us or teaches us, at whatever point we decide we're going to exercise that free will to satisfy mm-hmm. ourselves, that's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah. As humans. Mm-hmm. So don't feel intimidated <laughs> being a single mother raising okay. boys. Shout out to the moms. Just teach them. Just teach them. Yep. Shout out to the single mom. My mom raised three of us all by herself. She yes. taught y'all. Yep. Yep. See, when you go to prison and another prisoner that's a hard-nosed crook or a guard or a superintendent or somebody on the staff tells you, I don't want to see you here no more. Yeah. They know you don't belong here yeah. mm. because you mind your business. You ain't all in everything. Mm-hmm. You're not in there trying to figure out how to do nothing under the table. Mm-hmm. You in here doing your, like they see it. Mm-hmm. They know who coming back. They know who coming back. Yeah. They be like, I see you in three months. See you soon. Mm-hmm. Because characters are red. Wow. People see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when that's a compliment, like I told Jay, it's a compliment when they say, I don't want to see you here no more. Right. Because they know it's not for you. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know, can I do time if I have to? Yes. 
I don't want to do to. nothing. For what? <laughs> right. There's nothing glamorous about it. these beautiful women's out here. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm so happy you said that. Speaking of women. Speaking ahead. of women, okay, because... They've been waiting to get into this too, Shabazz, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Lily. I'm going to let Lily do it, because so, I So, I saw this little... I think it was an interview you had, or you were on live with Coach uh, Stormy. Stormy. Yes. Okay. And I was on Stormy's live. On Stormy's live. Okay. And... What was it? The comments were going crazy because they of were what? going crazy because we were talking about poly, amory, yeah, polyamory, polygamy, and polygamy, all the things, and you had to break down the difference, and it also went into a conversation on a woman signs up for this life if they're mm-hmm. dealing with you and don't try to trick you into changing you. This is who you are. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions. I got a lot of answers. <laughs> <laughs> Go. <laughs> So I want to like at least let's explain to people like the difference between polyamorous and polygamy, polygamy and polyamory. So and polyamory, polyamory. So you have polyamory, you have polygyny, and you have polygamy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Polyamory is when two people agree that mm-hmm. they are both able. To deal with one another, okay, but also deal with other people freely without conflict. Mm-hmm. Okay, so conflict means drama. Polyamory. Huh? Conflict means like drama. Yeah, it's yeah, not gonna yeah, get yeah, everybody like, upset. There's no, there's no reason to lie. I, this is this is open. Mm-hmm. Okay. Polygamy is when a woman has multiple husbands. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Okay. Polygyny. Okay. <laughs> Is when a man has multiple wives. Mm. Polygyny. Okay. So it's polygyny and polygamy. Mm-hmm. Wow. So my position with that is this. Yeah. What are you, Baz? I mean, I'm a me. <laughs> right? You, do you have That's a exactly like what I told how Stormy, said it. The conversation that she heard, what I told Stormy was, uh-huh. they asked me if I was single. Right. And I said, I'm single, but I'm active. Yes, that's mm-hmm. when they was trying to eat you up. What the he hell was being that honest. He though. is being honest, but you single know women. Single but active means I'm single, but I'm actively seeing other women. Okay, okay. What is there to eat somebody up for that about? But they were. I'm just... But they was eating. He they was, was eating up the wrong tree. You just want something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> because that's an honest answer. Yes, yes it was. It was. That's, that's any single person. Mm-hmm. This, if you single and you go on dates, you're I'm dating. Active. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm dating. Right. It's another word for dating. Single but active. It's the yeah. same thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but when it comes to being with more than one woman, first and foremost, mm-hmm. again, I'm going to always just be honest without worrying about conflict. Again, mm-hmm. I'm Muslim. There is no boyfriends and girlfriends in Islam. Mm-hmm. So no? we're not even supposed to do that. There's only marriage. That. Okay. There's only marriage. So we're already out of pocket for having boyfriends and girlfriends. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. what we're supposed to do in the religion. So let me just say that even with me having this conversation and openly saying that that's what my lifestyle is, it's against my religion. Mm-hmm. But okay. I'm not afraid to say that because I don't care about it. Oh, we're supposed to be Muslim. I'm still Muslim. Being Muslim, being Christian, being Jehovah's Witness, being whatever you are, 
doesn't equate to your perfection. Yeah. You're not perfect. Right. So people have to stop being afraid to live within the bounds of their inhibitions and their imperfections. Mm -hmm. Work on yourself daily. Mm -hmm. One day you may see me be a better Muslim, inshallah. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But as it stands now, and me being open and honest, the person that y'all see and the things that you may see me do, I'm still Muslim Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And can't nobody take that away from me because I do the things behind the scenes where people don't, I don't do things to be seen. And then there are things that we do or that we shouldn't do, you know, openly to conceal your imperfections. Mm, Okay. You know, Muslims aren't perfect, but as much as you can conceal your Mm -hmm. imperfections, you should. So if you have a problem smoking weed, smoke it in the house Mm -hmm. and pray about it and repent about it and ask Allah, please help me stop smoking this weed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't got to stand on the couch and smoke the weed in front of everybody. Yeah. Right. If you notice, you never see me in pictures with alcohol. Yeah. If I no. can help it. I didn't always be that way. I used to be in the club with bottles. And, mm-hmm. But as a Muslim, that's not okay. It's not yeah. good. So it's, it's, it's even with, even with, you know, the girlfriends, things and all. There's things that you should just keep out of the eye of the public as much as possible yeah. if you're a Muslim working on yourself and trying to be a better person and Muslim. Mm-hmm. So let's just get that out the way. Yes. Yeah. But as a man and being honest with my, with, with, with the questions about relationships and women as mm-hmm. it relates to how many and the status and all of that, men are not born monogamous. Oh, that's... <laughs> they're not monogamy is a choice that men make okay it's a choice so he can he can make the right choice to say i'm just gonna be with sherelle and only sherelle if that's his choice if If a man choice by nature husband i'm looking at by nature by nature we're not monogamous beings and i believe that that's why men cheat so much. See, Lily believes that. But like, it's the you, truth. And, and I'm just like... Let me... let me. It's hard for you to damn. accept because you got your mind on my Prince Charming, which he does exist if he wants to commit to being that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, first of all, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, any... They all the guys inside the room are agreeing with Shabazz and Lily. Y'all know I've been Christian this. Let me watch this. Watch this. You have a man that cheats on his on his woman mm-hmm. and can still come home and love her to death and treat her the same. Yes. Why? Because all he did was go out and satisfy his natural instinct. Yep. That's all he did. Yep. He don't love her no less. He don't want to leave her. He don't want to get put out the house. He don't want her to go. No, none of that. He went and satisfied that natural urge. Now, if he's with a woman, he's married to a woman, and now he decides, I'm going to marry another woman because there is a responsibility that comes with having more than one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be for marriage. It's not for boyfriends and girlfriends. Okay. It was established from the times of back when, Mm -hmm. when men going off to war, losing men in war, leaving wives and families behind, for mm-hmm. other men to have to look after. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, that's the origin and the etymology behind it. Even in the Quran, it'll tell you, 
You can have up to four, but one is best for you if you only knew. Why is one best for you if you only knew? Because of the responsibility that comes with having more than one. Okay. So it's not about I can have it, so I'm going to get it. Because if you get it, you better be able to maintain it. Yep. Otherwise, you're out of pocket and you're in error. So when you say um, to to manage it or maintain it, what does that look like if he's going to have multiple wives? He has to be able to afford that. He has to be able to afford if Sherelle wants her own home and Lily wants her own home and they don't want to live in the same household. My land. okay? Oh, 50 acres. Listen, your land, your acres, you are entitled to set your stipulations of your involvement in a polygynous marriage. I love that. You have a right to do that. Okay. Yeah. You're, when you when 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 your hand is asked in marriage, you have a right to say this is what I want for my dowry. I was just mm-hmm. gonna say they still do dowries and like yes. You know this mm-hmm. is what what do you want? Oh, I want a Chanel bag. You can afford it. Get it. Or oh, I want a diamond ring. Everybody don't want a ring. Some people want money. Some people want a house. Some people want, you know. So it just <laughs> depends on your situation. Mm-hmm. However, however, it has to be marriage Mm. it has to be marriage and it has to be responsible Mm -hmm. it's not about just compiling women just because we're not born monogamous so i can have granted this is what people do and a lot more women are adhering to it yeah but the way it's supposed to be it's supposed to be about marriage Mm -hmm. so basically boyfriend and girlfriend don't need to be like hooking up with this that and third it should be no that's not islam that's not that's not what god wanted it to be we was it's supposed to be about marriage and family okay and if you have more than one and if you do have more than one wife because you can afford to do it responsibly then do that and have babies and the wives do know each other and mm-hmm. it is cohesiveness. But I like that though. Okay, I can respect that. If you could afford this situation, multiple wives, okay? Right. And I guess communication is obviously at play. It's, at the, it's the key, yeah. Then we can have that conversation. But communication but, is always the key. Yes. I tell, I tell, listen, I have a script. Mm-hmm. When you're in this, I don't want to say life, but when you when this is who you are and you know yourself. I have a script. I tell women, listen, I'm into multiple women. That does Mm -hmm. not mean I'm out here running the street, messing with a bunch Mm -hmm. of women and things like that. I just, I'm into that. You know what that means? That means if you meet me today and I met you today, Mm -hmm. you had a life before you met me. Right. I had one before you met me. Right. Right. I had, you had a life before I met you rather. And I had a life before you met me. Mm -hmm. Right. Under that reality, within that reality, rather, mm-hmm. you're a good-looking woman. I'm a good-looking man. Mm-hmm. It's some men and women already involved on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, it's right. already right. somebody right. involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, you're single and active. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so active. now, when you come dealing with me... Single and active, I like that. Understand... Mm-hmm. There were those here before you, but they just haven't been the one to make me want to be with anyone. But can you explain that? Because my girl, in the beginning, she used to always ask me that. Why me? I know all these girls like you and stuff like that, but why me? Now I'm about to explain that. (laughs) Please Please. Okay. What happens is the word you used earlier, je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. 
When mm-hmm. someone comes mm-hmm. into my life and makes me, it's not even a thought. Mm-hmm. It's organic. Yes. You spend more time with this person. You talk to this person more. You want to be around this person. Yeah. Organically, you just fade away from everybody else. Right. It's something about this person mm-hmm. that makes you want to be with them. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that's yeah. how everybody else gets eliminated. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sit down and give yourself an essay or, or, right. or, 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 or obstacle course. <laughs> right. It's going to happen. Prove if yourself a, in, in if so a many man ways. is yeah. going to select to be with one woman and he don't want anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one reason and one reason only. Yes. She made him feel that way. And that's why I will stick to all men don't cheat. No, Just all men that. don't cheat. No. Yes. All I men agree. don't cheat. Yeah. Now, with a certain type of man like myself or Jay, you still have to keep in mind, even though this is where he is right now and only wanting me, right? Mm-hmm. As a woman, you have to know. He may introduce mm-hmm. his suppressed, I'll call it, character at a later date. It may surface. Mm-hmm. It may come out at some point. That's where, real. That's real. Listen, baby. <laughs> the men on the set are like, Yo. how you feel about? You know, because <laughs> it may come out. But Sebastian, to keep it real, I don't even suppress it. Like it's not an everyday thing or every month thing. But you automatically know if I'm going to get into a relationship with this man. One day we're going to have a threesome. One day we're going to do these type of because things. That's or he's life. at least going to introduce it Introdu- or ask. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Right? Okay. He, it, it may never happen, but you have to be open-minded about who you're dealing with. See, he gets it. So when it comes, <laughs> yeah, don't be sure. shocked and flabbergasted. Because so, he the, said it from the start. To so the women who get in a relationship with you and try to change you, mm. Who think they, they can? What do you say to one. What do you say to women who get into relationships knowing that this is who I am, but they try to eventually, like I, I could be the person. You. I don't have to say anything. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Indie facts. It doesn't work. I don't have to say anything. It's not happening. And I'm very vocal. I've told women, "Man, you will never be together mm. because I don't trust you." Mm. Damn the truth. I like what we got. We do what we do. But to be my woman, I can't do that with you. I don't trust you. Why are you so honest, though? Because I be like, I be like, ain't nobody going to check me. So I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to be rude. But that's why you got to be honest, because what's going to happen when you honest, you save later issues. Yeah. Mm. I don't want nobody to be able to say, why didn't you just tell me the truth? Mm hmm. I was just about to say. Why didn't you just tell me the truth? Knowing she couldn't handle the truth. Right. But you give them that liberty to have that one up on you to say, why didn't you tell me the truth? Mm -hmm. So guess what? Just give them the truth. Because at the end of the day, if you're a confident man, right? Mm -hmm. And you know that you're capable of obtaining women. Mm-hmm. You don't have to lie to this woman and nope. rob her of her right, right. to choose or refuse mm-hmm. right. who you are. Right. If she not with mm-hmm. it, dog, go get somebody else. Yeah. Don't waste that lady time. Yes. Yeah. Don't do that to her. Mm-hmm. Don't go in there, you know what I mean, and put the daddy long stroke on her <laughs> and get her all in her emotions. Don't get don't dick dick ladies. <laughs> 
Stay focused, baby. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> don't, 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 don't do that. Don't, don't put the lady kneecaps that to her earlobes. That shit is real. Shabazz. And then, and then be I talking and been saying all of those things. Shabazz in, in, in after dark. I love it. But Shabazz, if you don't do that, she gonna be in the group chat talking about you. But what I'm saying is, so you got to say that like a person. So why are you no, no, letting no. outside? I'm saying don't do that. And be lying to oh, her. Oh, yes, right. yes. Okay, yes. Right, 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 yes, right. I agree. Yes. Doing that and lying is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I would prefer a man to keep it a hundred with me. I really would. Now, the thing that messes me up is you're presenting yourself one way, and then six months of you not getting a cookie, then your true self starts coming out. Listen, you start feeling and, and really being who you are. That's so, because... The cookie was the only thing on the menu from the beginning. Yeah. Ooh. And they running out of ways to get it. Yeah. Like. They running out of ways to get it. So everything that they thought was going to happen in order to get it, she had a maneuver for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had a slip game. She like, she got the shoulder roll like Floyd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She keep getting out of it. Yep. Now you frustrated. Yep. Mm-hmm. When in all actuality... All you had to do was keep it tall from the beginning. I've told my female friends, I've told my sisters. One way you can get rid of a man early on is ask him. Ask him what, Baz? Do you want some pussy or not? Okay. Because if you want it, let me go ahead and tell you right now you're not getting none. Okay. Now, if you want to get to know me and see what happens later, Let's go ahead and get that out the way. Yes. But don't try to finesse and finagle me mm. out of my draws because it's not happening. Because they'll talk up a storm. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of times women think that, you know, you giving up the cookie, you sucking his shit is going to keep him there. And it's really nah. not. No, 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 no. It's no. not. Men do not stay in situations other than they want to be there. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Come on, Fendi Facts. I That's the only reason. They, they, mm-hmm. they want to be there. Mm-hmm. They love you. Whatever that is you got going on, the comfortability, they're there. Because you, a man who wants to leave or a man who wants to cheat will not be hindered yeah. by whatever you do to him sexually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's gone. Even if you think it's working, he just don't feel like the hassle. Right. He's going to let you believe you keeping yeah. him in place. Yeah. yeah. But he's going to go do what he want to do. And that's a person. That's a human. Mm-hmm. People are going to do what they want to do when they want to do it. And they're going to find a way if there's an obstacle. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Ain't that the truth? That's a fact. Yeah. It's just people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell men, don't fool yourself about your woman, dog. Yeah. Mm. No, my bitch in check, dog. All she do is go to work and come home. <laughs> <laughs> she go to work at 6 30. Her schedule is every day. I know what she do. When she get off work, she comes straight home. She home every day at 6 30, dog. When yeah. she got time to cheat? On her mm, lunch break. Right? With me. Right. 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 Listen. Right. On her lunch break. Right. Anywhere. See, you, anytime. When, you, when you talking to them, when you dealing, when you talking okay. to men who done really been out here mm-hmm. and done did some things, you understand it don't take long to cheat. At all. Just take a few minutes. Not you ain't even. gotta take them off. Just pull them to the side. That's it. It don't take long. Ladies, I hope you're listening. So just understand, when you're in a relationship, the peace comes with your... Per- I need y'all to understand this. Is this my camera? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's your camera. You locked and loaded. <laughs> oh, he took the shades off, ladies. When you're in a relationship, your peace and security comes from self-confidence. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's where the piece is. Yep. 
when you leave the house, right? And I leave the house. You go left, I go right. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm confident in what I'm putting into this relationship. Yes. Mm -hmm. That if you somewhere during your day messing this up and it get back to me, Ooh. You lost something. Yeah. Man, you sound like you you mentored me to be who I am. Cause I swear, I tell, <laughs> hey, you lost my girl. That's the same line I tell her. You lost something. <laughs> I'm valuable to this. Yeah. I'm trying so to tell if you, you somewhere messing this up. You did say that before. I didn't say that and before. It, yeah. it gets okay. back to me. <laughs> I'm leaving you. Yeah. Okay. Right. And you're gonna have to deal with that. Yeah. If both people feel that way about themselves, mm -hmm. they're not going to be worrying about what the other person mm -hmm. doing. Yeah. So if you cheating, just be good at it. What? I have to end it on this only because when you cheat on somebody who's a good person, right? You fuck yourself up heavy. You ain't it ain't never going to be You don't realize it unless you get caught. You, yeah. Well, I mean, but mm. but even if you don't get caught. If you don't even get caught, you're not Even if you don't get caught, that's nope. going to play on you because when no, the relationship not. is done, listen, shit. it's not going to play on them. Listen to me. Listen, hold on. I'm listening. A person who is cheating and not getting caught is having fun. Mm. It's exciting. It's an adrenaline rush. The sneaking. The behind the door. Meeting at the movie theater. Doing it in the bathroom. All of that is a turn on. Wow. It becomes detrimental when they get caught. When the other person says, you got it, go be with that person. Wow. When their person says and find out, oh, you got it, go be with that person. Now all y'all got is y'all two cheating asses. Wow. Now it ain't fun no more. And it was no yeah. value there to begin with. Yeah. You only going to feel it when you get caught or you're doing it because you're not happy anyway. Yeah. So you don't care if you get caught. Yeah. You want it to be over. You just yeah. ain't got the balls to end it. Mm -hmm. Damn. But ain't no, they cheating and they feeling bad. And the only way they feeling bad is if they really don't want to be there in the first place. Yeah. But most people get an adrenaline rush from cheating. It's yeah. exciting. It's fun. Yeah. I've been down that road. I've been, I had a person cheat on me with somebody that I knew. And as yeah. long as they were cheating, they was having fun. But when I found out, it was no more and fun. then our collective, excuse me, mutual friends found out, mm -hmm. now everything is out in the open. Now y'all can really be together because I'm off it. I left it alone. Yeah. I done gave both of y'all the finger. Damn. You can have her. You can have him. Both of y'all stay away from me. Yeah. Right? Now y'all got each other. Now it ain't fun no more. No. They get married. They have a baby, right? Damn. But it wasn't happiness. Mm. Understand wow. me? Wasn't it's, it's it's not happiness because now the thrill of doing it behind everybody back is gone. And yeah. guess what? They probably think they both messing around on each other because oh. that's how they mm -hmm. join their union. Yeah. So, and that's why, back to your question of being honest in the beginning. Be honest. Yep. Listen, just Saves keep it tall. Don't confuse time. what you want with what really is. Tell people what it is. Tell people what it is and give them the right and the opportunity. And when you yeah. accept it, don't try to change them later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because Absolutely. that's a, that, and that's a person who will cheat on you. Yeah. A person who you trying to, a person who you received as something. And later you try to make them be something other than that. They have their reasons why they want to be with you. 
They have their reasons why they don't want to leave you. But now you're trying to constrict me by changing something that you already knew. So now Mm -hmm. I have to please me and do who I really am. But I got to protect you and keep it away from you. Damn. Mm. Oh, my God. And people don't accept the fact that you grow in relationships, too. Absolutely. Relationships is a growth process for everybody. Yeah. So one person outgrows the other one. That could be dangerous. Yeah. Everybody has to pay attention to this is why it pays to be productive. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be rich. You don't have to productive. be paid. You don't have to have a, you have to be productive yes. and active. Yeah. Especially if you're a man, your woman has to be able to look at you and smile. Mm-hmm. Your woman yes. has to look at you and be proud that okay. you are a man. You don't have to have a lot of money, but you have to be a hard worker. Yeah. You have to be a go-getter. You mm-hmm. have to be a person that she knows he may not have it today, but he going to get up every day yes. and go figure out how to get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So for the women who typically say, oh, no, he has to have this. He had the city girl mentality. Like, I need him for everything. Focus on that or ambition or, what have he, now. or mm-hmm. have it now when you're not focused on what could be. You know, a lot of people don't want to fall in love with potential. Right. But I, it, but being productive is what's going to show you. Can he handle this? Stop that. Stop right there. Say what you just said again. People don't want to fall in love with what? Potential. Everything is potential because Mm. we don't know the unknown. Mm. Everything is potential. So why knock a man or a woman for their effort? Mm. Why belittle someone? Because when they're putting in effort. Yeah. Talk to me if they're not trying. Yeah. Talk to me if they're not giving effort. Don't talk to me about, oh, I ain't dealing with nobody on their potential. Because guess what? If you go and find a man that got a bunch of money, right? That might not even share with you. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's just know. Watch this. I mean, it's about fact. potential. Mm-hmm. You find a man that got the money that you're looking for, got the lifestyle, got everything you're looking for. And then you yourself, you the bad bitch. Mm-hmm. And he like you. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You still are going after potential because you are ah. hoping he potentially do the things that you want him to do. Right. True. Right. It's still potential. He might not. That's what I'm, I'm telling you. Now he might do now he might in the beginning trick off trick a bag off, right? Mm-hmm. He might trick off. He might do the things that you expect him to do monetarily and materialistically. Yeah. But now when you get attached, now you want that other stuff that's really real. Right. Which but now here comes provide. the narcissist. Mm-hmm. Now here comes I'm the I pay the cost to be the boss. Now here comes, you ain't going nowhere mm-hmm. unless I say so. Right. Now here comes, where you think you going? Mm. <laughs> that sounds now, like toxic. Now, now, you, now, you, now you overlook what you were potentially Damn. getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. So when women be talking that, I ain't dating off, off potential. You better because some of y'all get non-motivation <laughs> and fall in love with that. Yeah. Which do you prefer? Yeah. Wow. Potential leads to progress. Progress leads to success. Yeah. So what's wrong with potential? Everything moves in stages. But again, people operate outside of individualism. People do what they think other people want them to do. Everybody wants to be accepted. Yeah. So they do what they think is the acceptable thing to do. Jeez. Baz, you gave us so many gems. Like, can he be a guest like like once a month? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Because I, we could, we, we literally can talk for Keep hours you here all night. And I think that we need uh, another um, 
segment yeah. podcast day for this. Let me because tell you something. There's so many things I have to ask, but from the, we won't do it tonight. <laughs> from the day that, and I'm going to say this before you get to that book, because I need, I want to say this. Mm-hmm. I'm here, Sherelle, because the reason why I asked you, when am I coming on the podcast? Is like I said earlier, and I don't even know if we were recording when I said it. And if I did, if we were, then apologize for the repeating. But the thing about it is this, man. Like, I remember sitting at the restaurant at my building, not Prince Jay's, at my building uh-huh. with you and Chanel planning AR's birthday party. Yeah, wow. You understand me? Yeah. I remember when you were starting Pretty Girl Progression. Yeah. <laughs> I remember all of that, right? So I watched you be the waitress. I watched you move around I in our circles. Like I, I've seen it. So when I'm on the gram and you, and you always on my page, mm-hmm. you always saluting, always complimenting, always reposting. Yeah. So when I saw you had a podcast, I didn't know if it was three episodes or 300. I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm going <laughs> because I know, I know what my platform is doing. No, yeah. I don't have a million followers, but I got a I got a million supporters. Yeah. Mm. Right? So yeah. I know what me being on anybody's platform is going to bring if I promote it. Mm-hmm. So my thing is always, and this is not a derogatory term, it's a figurative term. My thing is the underdogs. Because we're in an industry and we're in a society yeah. where people, again, I said earlier, I struggle. You mm-hmm. struggle. Mm-hmm. Lily struggle. Mm-hmm. Jay struggle. Mm-hmm. We all struggle. Then we make it. Yeah. We make it. We yeah. pop off. We yeah. popping. Yeah. And then we only want to go with the popping people. Mm-hmm. The people who are where we were just at mm-hmm. can't even touch us no more. Right. I'm not with that. No. So I'm going to be on Be Selfish. I'm going to be on somebody else podcast that got 800 followers. I'm going to be on somebody else podcast that got 1500 followers. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because I'll use who I am and what I've done and what I've built to help them. As long as they're serious. Yes. Mm-hmm. We serious as long as you serious. Yes. As long mm-hmm. as I can look at what you're doing and see that you serious about this, not just cause you want to say, Oh, I had Shabazz the OG on my podcast. And then you got that post and everything else is racing cars and <laughs> a, a, nothing that got nothing to do with the podcast. Right. right. But if you serious yeah. about what you're doing, mm-hmm. I'm committed to helping however I can. Yeah. The people who typically won't get a shot unless mm-hmm. they already made it. This mm-hmm. shit can make me cry, y'all. Oh, your eyes is watering. Oh, I can tell because this no, means real, a lot. I was like, there's no tissue it, around you know, here. It, it, it means talk. a lot. It means a, means a lot because me. it's just like so remembering cool. you at that conversation we had at Prince Jay's and like you really being that man. It's very rare for a beautiful woman to meet men who don't want, and not to say that you don't think, oh, you know, Sherelle look good, whatever, but to not lead with that and make you make me feel uncomfortable and always like bigging me up and just keep going like you didn't know me from nothing back then Mm -hmm. and to be on this podcast now and to see how like 
me, Lily, Jay are like working and we be yeah. working, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's only seven episodes, but it feels like a thousand because yeah. this is where we supposed it to be. It looked like a thousand. They show oh. up. They show <laughs> up. We show up. So show it up. means it look like a everything to even hear that. And no, because <sighs> it's real, Sherelle, like you got to understand, like people, people don't understand how, how, what's how success can really be at everybody's fingertips because yeah. there's so many talented people. Yeah. Everybody just Absolutely. don't get the same chances because so many people, when they make it, mm-hmm. you got to struggle. I struggle. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I went through this. You got to go through that. We don't do that like you got me. to go through no. what I went through. Wow. Why would I want you to, why would I want you to go through it if I could prevent it for you? Right. That is so mm-hmm. real. That's what I try to do for them now. I'd be like, man, if I could help you, I skip some steps. Here, let's, let's do go. it but we're let's, willing and we're yeah. ready we're yeah. not just mooching or feeling nah, like we up. feel entitled we show up and we do what we're supposed to do as but, collective and that's but it resonates it mm-hmm. radiates and mm-hmm. that's what I when I'm like I said when I seen it I'm looking and I'm like and I'm smiling I'm like damn Sherelle got a podcast yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's and crazy. then and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at the quality I'm looking at the words go down down the side of the thing then, shout out to Fly like, Fair Nation and they didn't just they didn't just throw this together no this yeah, looks yeah. like what it's supposed to look From like day one. And, and 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 I'm gonna go I'm gonna go participate. You understand what I'm saying? Because and we appreciate it, it don't, that. When she told me, I was like, hey, hurry up. We need him. Like, <laughs> now. Like, I knew what this was going to be. Like, yeah, trust man, me. Because, because, <laughs> like, I, 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 even in all of my humility, right? Mm-hmm. I know Very. what I'm out here doing. Yeah. I know what I'm out here When y'all probably heard me in there talking, I get phone calls from the prisons. Yeah. And, Dudes in the street see me mm-hmm. and they tell me, dog, the streets is behind you, dog. Yes. Mm-hmm. The streets behind you. Yes. So with that comes responsibility. Absolutely. And in that responsibility, I'm going to always use it to the betterment of everybody. Yeah. So why not? The people that's trying to do something. They ain't never gonna get no chance if everybody that make it keep telling them you got to keep struggling. Yeah, that's very rare, Baz. I'm telling you, that's very like that rare. Is why I never liked that. I never rare. thought that was fair. Yeah, I never thought that was fair. I never listen. I've been I've been popping bottles and being a VIP since I since 1990. Mm-hmm. This is none of this is new to me. I was a I was the youngest in my bunch with my OGs that used to take me to the clubs. Yeah. Right? I always knew what this was, but I was raised by dudes who wanted to see everybody shine. Yeah. My mm. old head, Muhammad, Muhammad made sure if everybody got on jury and I didn't have on no jury, he put jury on me. Mm. When I took my son's mother, my ex-wife, on my first date, he gave me the keys to his Mercedes. Wow. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's how I was raised. I was raised in the street by dudes with morals and values. It's like, what's wrong with somebody else looking good? Mm-hmm. Big Willie shit. I, I, I don't want to pull up in a Phantom and all my homies is in Toyotas. Yeah. No, we need 15 Phantoms. Come on. I'm telling we you. Have, we have a saying in um the Fly Fair Nation that it's like we all eat. So it's like if we're in this team, we yes. all eat. Yeah, we team it, results. We all eat. You got yeah. to. It's nothing wrong with it, right? 
But per, but people but insecurity mm-hmm. will separate that. Yeah. A person who has to be the only one shining is an insecure person. Absolutely. See, I come from the era when you looked at dudes in the picture, you didn't know who the boss was. Yeah. 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 Everybody got on jury. That's so crazy. Everybody got it. on yeah. fly shoes. Everybody got on gators. Everybody. You don't know who's who. And that's Ooh. why that's why when I talk about 2008, like you just didn't know, like everybody was lit. Yeah, nobody. Everyone. And no, but I'm oh. just I'm just open and honest and transparent, but nobody wouldn't know that I wasn't carrying the same size bag that my guys was carrying because we don't make each other look small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's and we all move like bosses. Yeah. So when it comes to the give back, so I don't care about uh, 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 a, a, a blue check. I don't mm-hmm. care about people. These people will tell you. Somebody can, I can open, I answer every DM every day. You do? Mm-hmm. Somebody can DM me and say, yo, OG, man, I've been, I've been following you for years, man. OG, you think you can give me a follow back? Follow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know them. Didn't look at their page. And I, and I might need to start doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my first instinct is it's not that deep. So yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. I love that. It's not that deep. Yeah. I, so, oh, well, when you look, look at your followers and you got 200,000 followers, but then you're following 5,000 and that <laughs> don't look right. Man, I don't care nothing about that. Yeah. I'm out here in the real world. World, Yes. And when you hit that button, for whatever reason, it makes somebody feel good. It mm-hmm. does. What the fuck does that do for me to hurt me to do that? Yeah. Nothing. It don't bother me. But again, people only want to cater to the ones who have. I used to say, like, man, Allen Iverson, that's my little brother. And I use the analogy, him and any other celebrities that I'll, I'll come up with and hung out with, party with, had relationships with, all the way fast forward to now. You could be a person that go to this club every week. Mm-hmm. And every week they're going to make sure you do everything you're supposed to do to come in that club. Mm-hmm. We're going to come there 40 deep and get in free. Mm. And if you don't want to, and, and might not spend no money, might tell you y'all need to give us something. But because the celebrity was there, you gave them whatever they wanted. Right. So you could be able to say such and such was there. And right. I get the business mm. aspect of it. But somebody who's your loyal customer, who's always there. Right. When the, when the celebrity is not, you won't give them that same gratitude yeah. and that same grace. They mm. don't. You know, in some cases they might, but overall and ultimately, it don't work like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Like, I just like this. You know, it, the, the haves get more and the haves not get less. Yeah. And that's just a narrative that if I can help change it, I will. That's why I love you for this. Like, I I absolutely thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. No, for like, sure. I, when I look up, I'm going to be on the stove. It's like Jay. I'm speechless. I'm speechless that this is actually happening because, yes, as a friend, but it's still... You're still so humble and you're so graceful mm-hmm. and you have so much game to give us. So because there's only like I told you before the cameras came on me, Elon Musk, Jay-Z, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett all got the same thing in common. 
Yes. All we got is today, baby. Absolutely. All we got is today. And we're going to end it on that note. All we have is today. So for the people that want to reach you or actually you said you wanted to say something about your book, right? Yes. No, I thought you did. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, where can they where can the people find you? Find you. Give you I don't want to say stalk because after I seen that episode on Netflix about stalking, stalking is not cool. Mm -hmm. So where can people search, order and find all things of Shabazz? B-A-Z-Z-T-H-E-O-G dot com. Baz the O-G dot com. The book is there. The audio book is there. The ebook is there. Merchandise. Uh, Imani Ashley. Shout out to my sister Erica and my niece Imani. Mm-hmm. And 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 um, I also have a line within the line um, called the Game Spitters Collection, which is just a collective of different sayings and things that I say mm-hmm. that's on shirts and hoodies that's within the Imani Ashley brand. I so know that's right. That's all on the website. Um, you can just hit the link in the bio on my Instagram page, ShabazzTheOG.com. Yeah. And, you know, and you can catch me, you can catch me walking down Biscayne. You can catch me running through the park. You can catch me at the doo-wop with Mike Gardner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can catch me. Anyway. I'm around. And if you guys, yeah, if you guys want to know more about Baz, make sure you follow him. Uh, we'll make sure we tag you for sure. Yeah. And then, and, and then when it's time to, and then when it's time to, uh, uh, when y'all ready to chop this up and cut it and you put the promo together, send it so I can post it and tag it and send them over here so they can get over here and see what's happening. You know, Dope. we absolutely will. And <laughs> we, we like to end it off on just a affirmation, something positive. And yeah, so I want to say um, it's not always about what you know, but it's about who you know, mm. building connections, honoring those connections. And just being a real OG. Yeah. And like I said earlier, pay attention to everything. Mm-hmm. It's his motto. Don't ignore anything. anything. Mm-hmm. And use common sense and critical thinking for all, all things. things. Epi, that's it. So here we grow. 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 <laughs> 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 <laughs>